So, uh, <laughs> it is kind of hot, but I mean, I'm, sure my I'm, dog I'm is used good, to it. It's like my AC unit is like right next to my recording space. Mm. So, like, I gotta, I gotta bake for my own show. You know what I mean? Nah, so. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get it going, bro. So, let me hit yeah. this record. Oh, good shit. Oh, this is fancy. Okay. Oh, we got a timer. Ooh. Ooh. That's nice. That's really nice. Nay's <laughs> <laughs> an idiot, man. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, welcome to episode 122 of the Blender Made Podcast. I'm Unbothered Mike, the usual bald headed suspect, man. And I'm here with Almine. Um, and we got a special guest with us this week. We got our boy Noxie from Project Manga. Shout Whoa. out to Nox. Gunshot. Oh, <laughs> scared the shit out of me with that gunshot earlier. <laughs> it came out of nowhere when we were just talking, and I was like, looking. I was like, oh shit, what's going on? I was trying to show him the mixer name, and I accidentally hit the gunshot button. Knox was like, what the fuck was that? They shooting out here, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah, man. Appreciate you pulling up, man. Yeah, I was excited when Nate was like, yeah. Nate hit me was like, yeah, man. Uh, let's get Knox on. I was like, bet I'm ready. Let's talk to my nigga Knox. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I feel like it's been a long time coming because you guys were like uh, probably the first podcast that I ever saw. Like when I joined Twitter, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you guys were always like, you know that like. Um, that oh, podcast yeah. that was but there, you know what I mean. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get like that, you know what I mean? Is how, is how it kind of was, you know. Yeah, man, it's definitely been a long time coming, bro. Because uh, I've yeah. been, I've been subscribed to y'all for a long time, but then mm-hmm. I haven't been reading manga, so I'm like, bro, I don't know shit that Knox and them <laughs> talking about. <laughs> but the funniest thing yeah. about Knox, though, let me tell you this shit, Knox, bro. <laughs> so the first time I think I, I really like listen, listen to you was when you featured on Worst Gen. And, mm-hmm. um, bro, you introduced yourself as the mulatto marauder, and I fucking <laughs> cried. I was crying for a good five minutes. I said, this nigga Knox is an idiot. The mulatto I, think it was, uh, I think it was because sen- Sensei, uh, you know, you know, came out with a WWE, you know, entrance. You know what I mean? He, he had like three epithets or whatever, the bald mm, yep. barbarian or whatever. And I was like, well, I can't let Sensei be yeah. the only one, you know, with epithets. So I'm no like, facts. nigga Rocky Tomura from yeah. the Light Skin League of Villains. Fucking, I was going down the list, bro. I had <laughs> typed up a bunch of them and I'm looking at like what the best ones to go on the show with were. I was like, I don't know if they're going to let me get all of them off. <laughs> bro, you got that shit off. That was off. a fun time, dude. Yeah, man. That shit had me crying. No, it was Mulatto Massacre. That's what it was. Massacre is what it was. I, I think I said mulatto militia before too. Bro, I was <laughs> crying my ass off. I said, bro, this nigga's an idiot, man. Yeah. That that shit the first was... time I heard Knox was uh on a gloves off. Oh, for real? I, I was on a gloves off. off. Mm-hmm. Love that. I was on one day and I was mm-hmm. like, this nigga's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, that was the good time. That's right. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the midst of the pandemic, we had definitely, that. yeah, the gloves off. Nothing going off. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you got the best like understanding to me of uh, Hunter Hunter, which we're gonna talk about later. So 
Yeah, that's things, definitely yeah. Where I was like, hey, this nigga is passionate about this show, and I and I respect this shit. shit. Yeah, yeah I, I see you with the gone and the killer in the back, man. Come on, man. <laughs> you already know what it is, man. I see you. Hell man. yeah, had to have those. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. But other than that, man, bro. So, uh, uh, what's been going on with you, man? Everything else been going straight for you in regular life, shit. Yeah, everything is cool. Everything is cool, man. Just uh, survived the pandemic for the most part. I mean, we're still kind of, you know, in this like kind of like weird little limbo state where everything is kind of opening up. But, you know, I've I've been safe. You know what I mean? Stayed inside. Don't go out. Don't go do shit. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Vaccinations coming or whatever. Mm -hmm. The whole the whole shebang bang has been really easy. It's been really cool. Yeah, they opened our shit all the way up over here down south. So like damn near they don't really give you a choice but to get vaccinated because it's like, Mm. 100% 100% capacity damn near for everything almost now so <laughs> yeah yeah people are dying to get back out and to do things you know what I mean no they didn't let us go outside for a year yeah <laughs> yeah bro our, our <laughs> governor's going cry our governor's a whole ass nigga so he kind of like don't really give a oh. fuck if we die or not out here so we gotta kinda oh, no. do what we gotta do to keep ourselves yeah alive. that's right the south was like really eager to open things up prematurely and like didn't care about like nothing they were just like fuck it we're we can't stay inside no more who cares if people die just get just get back out there and Basically, stuff <laughs> basically yep they, i saw to give a wow. fuck about the economy and shit like that man so yeah it's too bad man i definitely say it. I, I at first like before like i think probably like late 2020 and when they started saying the vaccine was coming shit, i was like all right i copped that hope maybe july september somewhere in there later on after right. they, after mm-hmm. they got the wookie versions out and everything let me get one <laughs> yeah. of the joints they perfected but now it's like oh shit i ain't had no choice i'm like let me go ahead and get this shit now because uh i ain't have enough time with this vaccine bro. yet i don't know if motherfuckers are growing extra limbs losing them you know i don't know like what this shit's doing to people yet <laughs> Look, i'm wait, i'm still waiting on my superpowers to kick in because uh <laughs> you know a nigga's trying to Hey, you remember that tweet like back in like December yes. or some shit that said like in February we're all gonna activate oh, our powers? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to see I if- was so mad when it didn't happen, bro. That I, I knew obviously is bullshit, but it got such a big conversation going for it that bro, I started yes. to be like, wait a minute, this Maybe might be our time. Yeah. Motherfuckers trying to see what, what an inability they was gonna have. Am I gonna be an enhancer? <laughs> you know, shit, like what am I gonna be, guys? Now it's coming. <laughs> that oh, shit dude, was if it was Nen, bro. Oh my god. I still don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the most complex power system I've it's ever a lot. seen. Yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hell yeah. Nate, what mm-hmm. you been up to this week, though? What I do this week? Um, skate. You know what? Uh, work, workout. You know the usual skated. Oh, I. Have learned officially how to turn around. Ooh! Oh, I bust shit. my ass a couple times doing it, but I've done it. So it's way more than I can do on skates. <laughs> I can't even stand up on them. <laughs> I mean, shit, dude. It's been like, man, since I was really young, I haven't skated in a really long time. That was really me. embarrassing. Back when I used to try, because I was just like had no coordination. I started skateboarding since then, so I feel like if I came back to roller skating, I probably would have the balance for it. But mm-hmm. I, I've been like so like traumatized by like younger escapades at roller gardens and skate rinks and shit that I just like never I just go and chill and eat their shitty ass pizza and just like oh hang out with my God. family whenever I go pizza too. <laughs> no, yeah. I eat their pizza too. Yeah. Yeah. that is like all 
skating, I yeah, it's random. That's the mm-hmm. random shit you do in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I went oh, like yeah. two weeks ago with Nay, and like I haven't been since I was like probably 15, 16, somewhere in there like that. So, bro, like mm-hmm. I, my ankles and my fucking calves were like, "Yo, you thirty now, bro? Like, what you what you doing right now?" <laughs> Hello, that's really problem number one. You thirty plus you, anything yeah. is like. Yeah. Yo. I just turned 30. Um, Happy belated. Thank you. Yeah. Happy just belated, just last week, uh, like May, May 27 was my birthday. Oh, fucking. shit. Yeah. You fresh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fresh 30. And it's so funny because like you don't realize you're 30 or you don't realize you're old until like I'm like waking up now and like joints that I didn't even use the day before just ache. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. what's going on with my body, that man? That shit's different, bro. <laughs> that shit is different. This is what old this is what being old is, huh? No, hundred <laughs> percent. Well shoot, man. So uh everything for me pretty pretty much normal shit, man. Uh kid didn't take a nap today, so she went to bed mad early, uh like at seven. <laughs> And uh, I, I got a little bit of peace time to do some some uh, anime watching and, and some uh, editing type shit. <laughs> Hell yeah! Cardi always want to act up when she recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we recording? All right, bet. Turn up. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, same shit for me, man. Regular shit, man. So uh, let me see. I'm gonna start with Nate. Nate, what you been watching? Hopefully, he don't do nothing crazy. <laughs> okay, so um, this week, anime-wise, I watched Kenichi. I'm pretty much almost done. I'm I'm at, like, I guess what would be, like, the last fight. Um, of the whole series? Yeah, the whole Kenichi's series. long. So I think it's 50 episodes, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Because I, I, I don't I know much it. about the... Okay, I don't know much about the anime, but I know the manga mm-hmm. went on for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't they- know... Yeah. See, because that's what Leek said it to. Leek told me I needed to read it because it is kind of goofy and childish, but mm. it, it kind of gives me that comic relief. Like, because I watch a lot of shit, well, I like watch a lot of death and gore. Yeah. So I guess it gives yeah. me that other end of it. But mm-hmm. um, the anime, I think it's fit, unless Hulu doesn't have everything, it oh, is about sure. 50 episodes that I'm at. So I'm assuming I'm at the end. Yeah. I'm getting close to where Hulu is ending it. Hell yeah. Um, but it, it's been good so far. Um, I also watched like an episode of uh, Kuroko's. What else did I watch this week? I watched. Um, I told you I had started High School of the Dead. Really? Is that oh, the one? Is man. That the, the real etchy one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thinking, yeah. Yeah. The zombies and the and the wild titty physics. Yeah. They wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They wild with the, with the boobs. Yeah. <laughs> just so much jiggle. Just, Top yes, tier. Just, so much like, extra jiggle. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, the hoes go stop or. No. Keep going. It's, it's not going to stop. Not till the scene change. <laughs> Like that's just that's funny, and I actually like they be hating on the main character. I guess that's neither here nor there, but it has a lot of blood and guts, so that's right up my alley. I promise you. Um, So anime wise, that was it, and then non anime. Uh, of course, judge me. I've been watching Stargate SG One. I'm officially on season three, and they had yeah Stargate. That was my shit growing up. Anyway, I remember that watching it like from beginning. 
to yeah. like now I'm like, wow, this actually had a pretty decent storyline. Like, really? Oh, because I, I remember, you know, like there was it was on um, sci fi, sci-fi, you know, like around like the time where you'd be like ready to go to bed, go like, to outer, bed. outer limits, you know what I mean? And Stargate. Oh, and like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember outer yes. limits. I remember all that shit, bro. Fuck yeah. I would fall asleep to all that. But it, but if Stargate's got a story, man. It might that was that was always so intriguing to me. I always loved stuff, like sci-fi shit like that, like Firefly, Serenity, and like things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you should definitely it like each season is like twenty-two episodes. Ooh. But if you have time, because it's one of those things for me, especially when I'm working, mm-hmm. because I really like to watch stuff subbed yeah. during the day. Mm-hmm. I actually watch that because I cannot necessarily pay attention to it and listen to it and kind right. of figure out what's going on still. Mm-hmm. But it like the storyline is actually really fucking good i really yeah. didn't realize that so that's like kind of my i wouldn't call it secret binge but I <laughs> yeah like, you know people judge me like why are you watching stargate sg1 i don't know it's, it's kind of like a guilty pleasure yeah. yes exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. so those are my um watches but i'm really ready to talk this hunter hunter talk because i really want Knox to convince me why i should finish the chimera ant arc so, oh shit and that's what I, I when we get to it, I told I'm, her I'm no. happy we have you on That's yet, where we I, at? All right. I told her not. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so Nox, yeah. what about you, man? What you been watching, reading, whatever, whatever. Okay. Um, as far as anime goes, I man, it's been a really long time since I've been like a consistent anime watcher. I mean, I watched the 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 first season of Jujutsu Kaisen and, and things like that, because I was really excited for the adaptations. Obviously, I read the manga for them, but the last um anime that i remember watching is one called wonder egg priority mm. i don't know if you guys i don't know if you guys peep that but I like i remember it was episode. late yeah it was late in my discord one night and we were all in vc and then we just got the idea to just like watch anime or whatever we were like what should we watch and someone said there's this new shit wonder egg priority or whatever and we watched the first couple episodes of that and i was like this is fucking amazing i have no idea really what's happening yet because it's kind of like really wild and trippy you know what I mean? But uh, but I, I haven't I haven't been back to it since. But everybody was really going crazy for it inside of my uh, server, you know, after that night. So I believe that that's probably going to be the next thing that I watch through anime wise. because I'm pretty sure that season is finished mm-hmm. um, outside of that. As far as what I'm watching outside of anime, I've been watching The Boys. Finally started watching The Boys yes. TV show. Yes. Fire. Yes. Fire. I'm caught up now. Both seasons, super good. And it's like, I read the comic book a while ago and I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Mm. But um, the show, for what it's for what it's doing and its adaptation has been great. Killing it. Killing it. You know what I mean? So, really hype on The Boys. Um, as far as what I'm reading, I've been um, back on like my Western comic book grind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like outside of what I review on my like shows... I don't really read too much manga right now, or at least new manga. I've been reading um, Western comics and specifically Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Okay. So the thing about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is that like there's this new like public or a newer publishing line called IDW where they basically like um, take all of like the really nostalgic, you know, like intellectual properties from when we were younger, like Sonic, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters, and they basically like create a new you know, continuity, essentially like a cohesive verse for it, starting from like issue one to like whatever. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is ongoing right now. It takes it all the way from the beginning, gives everyone origins, fleshes out all the characters. And it was really it's really cool because I remember when I was younger and I was watching like the only experience I had with TMNT was like 
the Fox Kids show, yeah, a couple yeah. of the movies. You know what I mean? I wasn't like big into TMNT, but I, I watched it when I was younger, you know, and I remember thinking like, this is cool. But like, what if it wasn't aimed at like really small children and it was just real ninja shit? You know what I mean? And like it never happened until I found IDW. And now it just feels like perfect Ninja Turtles. The only thing that sucks is that when I try to recommend it to people, they like don't believe that it's like really good. And they just think like, oh, this nigga was just a big TMNT fan when he yeah. was a kid. And that's what got him really hype. Like, no, it's really fucking good. If you're into comics, I highly recommend TMNT. So is it like oh, a, yeah. is, is it like actually like week to week dropping for uh, for that TMNT comic? Monthly. 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 Okay. Yep, monthly. So you get really long. There's about 116 chapters out for it or issues um, out for it now. And they're like really long monthly chapters, like 50 to 60 pages. You know what I mean? So oh, shit. it's been going for a while now and it's like really, really, really good. It hasn't fumbled yet for me, at least. So say less, say less. Hell yeah. Well, good shit, man. Yeah, let's man. Oh, man. Let me yeah, see. What, what you what watching, man? So I, I I was before we got everything set up and everything. I was watching uh, Tokyo Revengers, the most recent episode that came out this week. Yes, and how man, is that adaptation going? I haven't gotten a chance to start that bro, yet, but I love the manga, dude. Bro, it's this it's probably my either first or second favorite of the spring season right now. Ooh, I love to hear that. Yeah, man, it, it it's amazing, bro. Like the story mm-hmm. is like super simple, but like it's just a good it's good fucking storytelling and everything. So absolutely, pacing is good. Action is good. The drama is good. Like everything about it, I think is really, really good, and I, I, I love it, man. Uh, I love the characters, everything about it, bro. So uh, I, can, I really can't speak on it high enough, man. I love this shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah that Hell shit. Yeah. yeah, they they're coming to a part where it's gonna be like. I only finished halfway through the episode, so I don't know what really happens at the end. But based on mm-hmm. what I saw, it's going to be some crazy shit that happens at the end. So we'll see how, how many episodes are out now. I think the one that I've seen today is number nine. And I believe oh. it's a 24 episode season. So, oh, shit. Fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, they waited a good amount of time to to adapt it. So, you mm-hmm. know, we can expect really big seasons for it because it's like 200 and something chapters out for it now. So, yeah, they got plenty of wiggle room to adapt whatever, whenever, which is really nice. I wish more studios would wait, you know, that long to adapt things so that we don't have to worry about things like catching up to source material or short seasons. And exactly. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of the ones that like once I'm done with the first season, I'm going to start reading it because like I don't know how to do, do it. I don't know what I'm gonna yeah. do like during this downtime when they're waiting for season two and shit. Like, nah, bro, I gotta see. Yeah, I gotta see what it's happens. It's one of the bingiest um, manga that I've read. I remember when I found it, there was like 80 chapters out, and I read them all in one sitting. And I like play, and I put like multiple people on, dude, and they all just read it all at once. You know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. just that good, you know? Yeah, That's yeah, mm-hmm. I'm into all the characters. Yeah, I definitely. I'm trying to get Nate to watch watch that shit as well. So please watch that, Nate. Yeah, I'm on episode. So six or seven. Okay, oh, so you're not you're that far behind there. then. Let's go. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then so what I have what I've been watching also recently that I haven't been able to put down is um Vivi. Um, you told me to start Vivi. I saw I saw this on your on the docket. I, I there Vivi and a couple of these other ones I had never heard of before. Yeah, but like I, look, I I quick Googled them. You know what I mean before the show and like Vivi looks tight, bro. <laughs> it's like a sci fi. Like it looks like Ghost in the Shell. Like it's, from the image results, Ghost in the yeah. Shell is a really good comparison. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. essentially about AIs and and them yep. you know being a part of society and everything. And then so basically the story premise is that um, Vivi or her name is really Diva, but. She's basically like a, a autonomous AI, so she doesn't necessarily need to uh, be dependent on people. Her only mission is to sing and make people happy by sing- her singing. Mm. 
And mm. so uh, one day, like this robot from the future basically comes and was like, yo, there's going to be a, a war between AIs and humans in 100 years. And I need you to help me make sure this shit don't happen. And so they basically going through 10 period, 10 year periods of time, 15 years periods of time where they're going through specific events in history that lead up to that war. And they're trying to prevent it by changing history. And wow. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. That sounds amazing. Bro. It's like Ghost in the Shell meets Stein. Terminator. Meets, Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah Steins Gate even in yeah. there, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's wow. amazing. It's, it's the best animation I've seen maybe since. I don't know. Shit. Demon Slayer, yeah, all the U-foldables, the fates, and all that Uh-oh. shit. Like, it's, the, the animation is amazing. What's the studio? Uh, oh, I think is it Wit? Let me see. I think Let it might. Let me see. Hold on. My head says oh. Wit, but I might be wrong, man. It, it. Oh, that's a good question. It hold is, on, hold on. We gonna find it out. It is Wit. Yeah, it's Wit, bro. Yeah. Whoa, fuck yeah. Hey, Wit went crazy on on this animation, bro. That's all I tell you, bro. The, the, Wit always snaps, dude. The last thing I saw from Wit was like uh, Vinland Saga, but oh. I mean Vinland Saga was fucking top five Fire. of the year. So. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if they don't hurry yeah. the fuck up with a season two for Vinland, I'm gonna have to start reading that too. Cause I'm like, God, man. bro, y'all just like never came back with season two announcement, man. <laughs> yeah. That was 2019. I, I remember them. I remember. Um, I remember seeing something about the Vinland Saga anime potentially not following like the actual story past the, the uh-huh. prelude or season one because it takes a drastic tone shift from action, like really crazy action, into like really character driven, mm-hmm. um, developmental you know, work and things like that. So um, a lot of, I remember people thinking that uh, there was some article that implied, and I don't know if this is legit or not, but there was some article that implied that they were going to deviate away from the actual manga storytelling so that they can keep that high octane action element in the story. And I don't know if they're actually going to do that, or if they are really are going to adapt it properly for the second season, but um, that could have something to do with why it's taking so long is because of that decision-making. But I heard that through the grapevine, so take that with a grain of salt. I hope they don't do that shit, man. I, I really do hate yeah. like I need to, when the manga <laughs> when the manga well, the source material the doesn't match up with the anime. Yeah. The manga action wise slows the fuck down after the prelude, and it goes into like you know what people call the farmland saga or the farm arc. Farm. There's a couple different names for mm-hmm. it, but it's a very character driven character progression growth development kind of arc and it's very strong storytelling like it's tear jerking mm-hmm. it's very compelling no matter what even though there's not a whole bunch of action at least compared to the the, the prelude but yeah i don't know i'm excited to see what they what they want to do with that but i love the action in in Vanilla saga but to me it's like good. the best part about yeah. it was like the dialogue like yes there was hella bars in in, in Vanilla saga and i think that was the <laughs> yeah. part that that excited me the most so i don't really care like if y'all take down the notch on the action that's cool if you still give me those yeah. bars like canute before he passed away and you know yeah Oscalai before well, he passed Oscalai. away like that shit that shit was the hard part of Vinland to me right I loved how it was um, the voice actor for Thorkel was the same voice actor as like Blackbeard and Uvogan from Hunter Hunter from the Phantom Troop. And then Ashalad's voice actor is Nobunaga from the Phantom Troop. So it's like kind of like an Uvogan Nobunaga like reunion inside Mm -hmm. of Inland Saga, which was like. Like just a little like meta thing that like mm-hmm. kind of like warmed my heart. I was like, oh, my niggas are back. You know what I mean? So like, I love that inside of the first season. But then also it's like what was cool about Vinland Saga for me is that like I never really cared too much about like Viking, you know, lore never. all that much. But then Vinland Saga isn't, you know, what I was expecting from a Viking story. I thought right. it would just be meathead war sword slashing, which, yeah. you know, it, it, and there's a lot of that in Vinland Saga. But it felt like there it was like hunter hunter characters inside of 
a Viking story. Like the dialogue and conversations and interactions were so deep and poetic and mm-hmm. like philosophical and obviously geopolitical for the times. And I just wasn't ready to have such a deep understanding of the world around that time because i know it's like half historical obviously they take liberties in whatever way or whatever right right but i was so compelled by like the danish versus you know um the english yeah. The, yeah you know like i was like damn they're really making me care about this shit i never <laughs> thought i would give two I never shits about thought i give a fuck about this shit yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man yeah i 100 percent agree with that shit so yeah hopefully whenever they bring it back I, I honestly i want them to stay to the source material man if it's not gonna be mm-hmm. that much of action it's okay to have a season two and it takes a downside if you're just building more and more story up so you can come yes. back in season three with shits as long and as everyone the story says together. that that next stretch of storytelling is like peak fiction inside mm-hmm. of inland saga you know like i would agree that i love the farmland arc a lot more than what came before it. You know what I mean? Retrospectively, I mean, like when you're, when you first go into Vinland Saga, that first season is one of the best first seasons of, of anime that I've ever seen. hundred You know what I mean? And a lot of that rides on, you know, the action that it had, you know what I mean? Like there was a lot of really crazy and important action for the story. So you'd think that you'd see that throughout the series, but it goes into really character driven storytelling. And I feel like a lot of the meathead audience, especially the vocal minority on Twitter will have a lot to say about that if they adapt it the way that they should you know mm-hmm. what i mean so you never know yeah i've come full circle where like i'm not even like i used to be a meathead ass nigga and now I'm, i i <laughs> i definitely have a lot oh, more appreciation mic. for the. <laughs> i definitely have a lot more appreciation for the story itself now yeah. you know yeah. uh as i've grown since these past two three years we've been doing this pod so mm-hmm. yeah that shit that shit don't I, don't I don't even need it no more like just give me the good ass story Mm-hmm. So proud of you, Mike. No, thank you. I'm, it, it's, so, it's, it's been a long, I love that long character time development. No, the hundred percent character <laughs> development. Arc is yeah, no facts, facts. Yeah, and matter of fact, yeah, not, matter as far as non anime shit that I watched this week, I did actually uh, watch that um, that three hundred sequel, the uh, movie uh, Rise of an Empire. And um, I was watching oh, this shit just yeah. randomly. Isn't that old as hell. It came yeah. out, I think, in like twenty ten. Yeah, something like that. Some it was some shit. I just randomly watched yeah. it because I hadn't watched it in a long fucking time. It was on HBO mm-hmm. Max. I was like, let me throw this on. I was like, you know yeah. what, bro? If this if they turn this into an anime, this would be some fucking heat. Like, hell yeah! Why man, has anybody done a Spartan? That... You know, yeah. Greek like not take out the Greek mythology shit. Just like low key, just like a Greek you know type anime or whatever, mm-hmm. and like Spartacus or something like that. That shit would be kind of hard. Yeah. So I love it. Yeah. I, I, there's got to be some kind of Spartan anime out there. I feel like when it comes to like concepts of, that, of what's been done in anime and manga, it's like rule 34 mm-hmm. <laughs> where there's just like always, you know, an anime version of something. I just found a fucking anime for like ping pong Ooh. and badminton. There's what? like badminton manga and shit out there. Yeah. You know, you never know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I randomly watched that shit. I randomly watched Roll Bounce. I don't know why. I just put that on. You know, it was Roll just Roll Bounce. Ain't that the one with Ti? No, that's ATL. Bow. Oh, the Roll oh. Bounce one with fucking Bow Wow and Brandon yeah, T. Jackson. Bow wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why I watched that shit. But I just cut it on and went to sleep. Just sometimes I just be putting shit on just to go to sleep. So, um, mm-hmm. and then what was one thing? Oh, I did watch uh, My Hero. I, I caught back up on My Hero. I've been like five or six episodes behind. How's the anime going for that? We're in the joint training arc right now, right? Yeah, man. It finally finished that that joint training arc. Man, I was over the shit. Bro, wasn't fucking with it. <laughs> yeah, I just I wasn't fucking with it to the most recent episode because they finally yeah. showed. Um, spoiler alert: Deku's, you know, his next quirk that he's gonna acquire or whatever. Yep. From yep. Uh, from um, uh, one for all. 
And yep. uh, that was interesting. But as far as all like all these other characters and shit, bro, I don't care about none of y'all asses. Like, just, <laughs> just get get me to my main niggas, and I don't need any of y'all extra motherfuckers <laughs> that I'm only gonna see during this part because y'all not even gonna be on screen later on. So, <laughs> well, if if joint training is over then it's going into probably my favorite arc of My Hero Academia. Everybody period, always so. says that the, the, fa- the favorite mm-hmm. part is what's coming next after this shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm excited for that, man. Uh, oh, it's about to get so different. The tone shift, the pivot is so drastic, bro. Get ready. I need it. I'm excited for you guys, man. I need it. I need it because um, all I see all day up and down my timeline is My Hero spoilers and shit. So I low-key yeah. know some of the shit that's, hap- that's going to be happening and everything like that. So I'm not really like... Like I, I'm excited, but it's not like excited as I would be if I was just coming to me fresh. But oh, sure, yeah, I'm ready to see. Hopefully, what, you haven't had too much spoiled for you. There's a lot that go a lot. Oh no, a lot. <laughs> I know who it's certain so motherfuckers' daddies good. are. I know, you know. Oh shit, certain motherfuckers, you know, uh, allegiances and shit like that. You know, I, I, I yeah, <laughs> Fuck, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's still gonna be a great time. Oh yeah, I'm ready for it. You know, as yeah. long as, as long as long as you animate the shit, as long as it's a good ass story, I don't really give a fuck. You know. The same oh, yeah. thing happened with Demon Slayer. Like I've seen mad Demon Slayer spoilers and shit when that shit finally ended and everything. So didn't really ruin the overall experience for you though. Nah, cool. I'm okay. Well, it's all right. Hell yeah. Certain stuff I don't care about. So some certain mm-hmm. stuff I don't, I'm not like attached to the story enough for you to be <laughs> yeah. upset about it or whatever. So yeah. yeah, I don't really care about spoilers generally. So yeah, I mean yeah, because mm-hmm. you shit you read shit when it happens, so you don't really get to yeah. spoil too much. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, as, I mean, every anime that I watch has been spoiled for me technically because, like, I try. I don't know. I don't remember the last time I watched an anime that I didn't read the manga prior for to. prior to, except for Wonder Egg Priority because I think that's anime only. I don't think there's a manga it's based off of. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, that's like once in a blue moon. You know what I mean? Super once in a blue moon. So it's not the biggest deal to me. I feel you on that. Now, if you spoil me on my manga. <laughs> See, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but shit, man. Uh, nah, so, so for the people that haven't like tuned into your pod or your YouTube, man, uh, how, how did y'all get started and you know, how's it going and everything? Oh man, uh, Project Manga's great. Um, we're in a really good spot now. Um, two of our guys were on hiatus for a while, Kiko and Eagle. And uh, Eagle just came back. Kiko had a baby. So he's been kind of like doing dad shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? For a little bit. I think I seen yeah, that so on the timeline. Super yeah. happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. And then Eagle just came back after, you know, a little brief hiatus. So it feels a little bit more complete now. But um, so, yeah, we're, we're in a great spot. As far as the origins um, of our show, it started out as a group chat on Facebook. That's been going for like 10 years where we would all just like we're all really close friends. You know what I mean? Like, um. Yeah, yeah, like almost 10 years, basically. Yeah. So it's been like seven or eight years, better part of a decade now that we've had this this group chat and we would always meet up and and just talk about the newest chapters of whatever it it was that we were reading inside of this group chat. And then eventually um, we turned we went from the group chat and we made a Facebook page where we would just like upload aesthetic, you know, aesthetic shit like manga panels, anime panels, clips, you know, like just culture related stuff you know what i mean and then that got a pretty decent following and then eventually we made it a closed group so that we could all have conversations with each other about the stuff that we were sharing and talking about and uh and then eventually people were just like yo you guys really like what you guys say about like this kind of stuff you know you guys are really knowledgeable about this stuff you guys should make like a a youtube channel or something like that and i was like you want to know what we might take you up, you know, we might take you up on that. And the, the first person who kind of actually ever proposed the idea was Kiko a long time ago. He wanted to do a um, 
you wanted to do a Moggy podcast back when <laughs> back when Moggy the manga oh, was like just starting and like it just like started its first season's adaptation or whatever. He's like, we got to jump on this. We could be the Moggy pod, the Moggy pad podcast people, you know, because like the One Piece podcast was going and things like that. So um, we, that never really happened. But um, but that was really the first kind of like seed that was sown for that. And then all these years later, we finally create, you know, the YouTube channel where we all just kind of like meet up and talk about the newest, the current events and weekly Shonen Jump. So that was kind of like how it started. Um, it went from a group chat to a Facebook page to a closed group to a YouTube channel. And then after, you know, we had like four or five episodes on YouTube, we were like, well, it's a podcast, so <laughs> we should put it on Spotify and like Apple and things like that. And then. You know, the rest is kind of history there. Yeah, man. Hmm. Y'all, y'all are doing great, man. I see y'all almost mm-hmm. got basically almost 3,000 subscribers, man. Yeah, on YouTube. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like as far as like growth on YouTube, I'm noticing that like a lot of people say that we should have more subscribers or whatever than we do. But I, I we understand that like we have really long form content. It's yeah, hard yeah. to click on our. Yeah, it's hard to click on our on our stuff when you see a three hour, four hour timestamp mm-hmm. on it. You know what I mean? So, but it, I, I, the, the slow crawl has been great. You know what I mean? I feel like it builds character. Right. You know what I mean? And and we're at like a really um, respectable, you know, um, point now, I, I want to say, you know what I mean? Like we have a huge community that is very active and self-sustaining. You know what I mean? Like it's really, um, it's kind of surreal how, how far we've kind of come from such a offhanded idea. You know what I mean? Like, let's just get in front of a camera and talk about comic books. You know what I mean? Like we didn't, we didn't think it would get that much traction, but we're having a great time. We get to meet people like you guys. So we are living the dream. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's, that's yeah. absolutely dope, man. Hell and yeah. uh, you, you and, um, you and Kiko are cousins. Mm. Sure. So Kiko and e- Kiko and Eagle are cousins. Oh, okay. Right. Related I knew cousins, cousins. Right? okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've, I've known, I've known there, I've known them for so long. Me and Eagle used to live together back when we were in high school. You oh, know what shit. I mean? okay. So, yeah. So, you know, so like that's, and then when I was living with Eagle that, and then his cousin Kiko would come over and we'd play super smash brothers and found out that we all liked anime mm. and shit. You know what I mean? So the, the relationship builds over time and then we're good eight, nine years into our friendship before we even start this. You know what I mean? So we all go way back and then Nickums or Nick long blonde haired, uh, blonde haired guy on our team. He came in later. He came in about six months into the project, but we've known him, you know, uh, just as long too. Like it's all coming out of that same group chat that it started with. And then I remember coming up to like, everybody inside of our big group chat for discussing manga like i'm putting together a team i felt like danny ocean from like oceans 11 you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's like there was an idea <laughs> you know what i mean like some avengers type shit you know and i remember yeah. i came to nick like before everything started and he was like dude that's a that's a brilliant idea i can't really i don't it's not i don't my schedule it's like i don't have it in me right now but you know, and then he hit us up about six months later, like, yo, I'm ready to go. And I'm then we good now. Plugged him in right away. Right. So now it's a quartet. You know what I mean? We're, we're a complete family now, you know. That's so, dope, man. All right. Let me ask yeah. you, so who, who, who's the uh, best of Smash Bros? Oh, it's Kiko. It's Kiko, dude. You know, and Kiko, see, <laughs> Kiko and Eagle. <laughs> it's so funny because like when me and when me and uh eagle used to play together back in the day we would always get home from school run down into like the video game area and yeah. he would grab his perfect controller you know what i mean like the best one every time and then i would be left with this sticky button he'll he'll call me a liar if you heard this but my my buttons were sticky bro oh, i swear to god man, that's the know, worst so thing he ever. would always clap me up yeah you know what i mean so <laughs> like the <laughs> and but but he was always cheating because one he always used tune link which is a 
a fucking broken ass character in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. And two, he had like this perfect controller. So me, when it comes to me and Eagle, that's where the argument is. But it's un, it's undisputed that that inside of our team, Kiko is the best Super Smash Brothers player, period. So Kiko be kicking y'all ass and then between you and Eagle, y'all go back and forth from who's the second best. Yeah, we have the rivalry. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's just funny as hell, man. Mm. I randomly, I think I, the last time I played Smash was probably like a year and a half ago and I was getting yeah. my ass told oh <laughs> yeah man see like I probably I probably like my like my Super Smash Brothers career um kind of like starts with the original N64 game and I probably have the more hours on the N64 Super Smash Brothers than I have in literally any other game that I've mm-hmm. ever played you know what I mean so I got all this confidence I was taking motherfuckers money you know what I'm saying on N64 <laughs> like back in the day you know what I'm saying so I'm, I'm thinking I could just extend that into any Super Smash Brothers that I wanted you know what I mean and then it's not brawl and 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 you know and uh, melee and shit like it's all a completely different, different like situation that but, but different. I can't I gotta talk my shit though because I have so many hours in Super Smash Brothers generally and then it turns into the rivalry that I'm kind of explaining now. So <laughs> I feel you yeah, on man, that fun, man. fun ass game, bro. Yeah, man. Shit. I'm still trying to get a PS five. I can't, I'm trying to get back in the game and bros. It's been tough oh, for me sure. out here, man. If, if I don't have one on father's day, I'm gonna be real <laughs> with you. I'm out. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fingers crossed for you, man. Yeah. I need my That'd shit. Be such a crucial gift on father's day. Oh my God. A PS five. Stop. Listen, man, I'm, t- I'm telling y'all, man, like, if I don't have one on PS5, I'm going to be Gene Freaks. Like, I'm out this bitch. Like, <laughs> I'm gone. Don't don't look for me. Don't come find me. Don't come you find said, me. said, I'm going to be Gene Freaks? Yes, no. I'm out this bitch. That's hilarious. Let me be a deadbeat dad, please. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so funny. Yeah, bro. Oh. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Uh, so, I think yeah, we linked up with you. We last time we talked to you was um for the Afro AfroCon uh yes. thing that we did. So shout out! That oh was yeah, so much fun. That yeah, was fun as fuck. I actually um, something told me I was like, oh shit, we about to talk to Knox. So I, I I put you know they sent us that video from that uh. From yep. that pod and oh, everything, so I, yeah, That's they sent right. it to us. They emailed it to us. So I forgot. I completely forgot I had it. So I actually yep. edit that up. I'm gonna put it on our Patreon later for people nice. that didn't get a chance to check that out and everything, man. They so. sent it to me too. Yeah, I should probably do the same thing. That's Bro, a good yeah, idea. Yeah, so just you know, That's little extra really bonus idea. episode. We was spitting Hell on that yeah. shit, man. We were, we were in our bags. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Oh my gosh, that was so dope. <laughs> Yeah, Bro, we did not go through any of the dude. topics we were supposed to. We were just sitting there spitting the whole fucking just, time. Yeah, just spitting game about running podcasts. Yes, we was giving people gems. Yeah, for real, for, for real. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. That's when I actually figured out you knew who I was because I honestly did mm-hmm. not know. Yeah. <laughs> said, I was like, he actually knows Yeah, we was on Gloves Off, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, glo- oh yeah, gloves off would be funny as hell. Especially, I, I really enjoyed the one where you, uh, when we, when he did the, uh, uh, shit. Why am I thinking about my my mangaka's name right now? Um, oh, Togashi. Togashi. Yeah, Togashi. Yeah, yeah Yoshihiro yeah, Togashi. We, we yeah. did that gloves off. That was fun as well. Hearing from that everybody was the on that episode, one, man. bro. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, shit. We can get we can get in a, a little bit of hunter hunter talk right now if you want to, Nate. Sure. Uh, so yes. I've been pushing Nay. I'm glad you're on here, Knox. So I've been trying to tell Nay, like, even though Nay typically doesn't really like care for Hunter Hunter that much, and I te- sure. I really don't as well. But I do. 
Mm-hmm. I do enjoy a lot of parts of it and everything like that. So she yeah. she's got she hasn't gotten through the uh, Chimera Ant arc yet. So please yeah. explain to her why she needs to finish the Chimera Ant arc to mm-hmm. uh, fully form her opinion. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't know. The Chimera Ant arc is tough for a lot of people because mm-hmm. um, when you when you kind of um, are first starting Hunter Hunter. You know, it sets an expectation that it's going to be, you know, this certain kind of anime, you know what I mean? And then obviously you get a whole bunch of subversion in the form of Hisoka cutting off somebody's head or, you know, like whatever kind of tropes that they kind of try to spin backwards in in the first couple of of arcs. But then it doesn't really show you what it's trying to do, I feel like, until heaven's arena and you start learning about nan and then subsequently going into the the phantom troop arc or the yorkshire city arc after that and that's when it really starts to turn up a little bit you know what i mean so you have this drastic peak in the storytelling i feel like from like heaven's arena to throughout the york new city arc and then it goes into greed island which was underwhelming for a lot of people i personally think that greed island was great um one of my favorite arcs but i definitely understand why you know people you know feeling like there was a quality drop off coming out of like the dark you know tones and like the the really high octane you know tone of 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 york new city Mm -hmm. and then going into greed island then you do the whole greed island stuff and genthru is kind of an underwhelming like antagonist villain for that and then going out of that you go right into bug shit you know what i mean and i remember like a lot of people hitting me up like bro bugs i'm not watching the bugs dude you know what i mean and it's like i get it yeah yeah and, and and it makes sense but like it's so crazy um you know the kind of story that it turns into because i remember when i was reading the manga for for hunter hunter and i got to that chimera ant stuff it was during a time where the the, the illustration quality was really starting to drop off because of whatever health reasons or whatever inside of togashi so when I'm getting there, I'm like, okay, you want to know what I'm invested. So I'm going to keep going, but I feel like the story is kind of starting to fall off. Now I have no idea what this bug shit is about, but it's something that, um, that really, well, I guess my question is how far into the chimera Antark are you? Oh, um, I literally stopped. She's about to have the, I, I say he reminds me, he looks like Frieza, but she's about to have mm-hmm. Frieza nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so he hasn't even been born yet. No, but I ha- I can see that they have evolved with mm-hmm. each, like I guess group of ants that she's having, right. their ants that she's having, and I know he's going to be the one that's uh, going to be able to talk, and he's going to be the king, right? Um, so I do know that much because I really want to say I watched a fight at Mike's house one time. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the, in the middle of that arc, but um, I think I, I will agree with you. I think the Greed Island. Art just it kind of took me. I was like, "Yo, I, I yeah, keep going through this." Like, yeah, it's know. such a weird tone compared to like what you came out of. You know what I mean? So, and it, and and you want to know what the crazy thing about Greed Island is, especially in the anime. There's these important cards that they put up on the screen for you with these long descriptions on what they do, <laughs> and they're on the screen for like 0.5 seconds, yes. literally. And it's like I have to pause this shit to <laughs> read these cards. Like, <laughs> that's a lot like Pokemon I felt like yeah. they were chasing Pokemon for it. <laughs> you know like just yeah. them chasing the cars and like yeah. it was just a, I I I totally agree with people that say that Greed Island was um, tough for them in the anime the first time going through it because of things like that yeah um, overall I feel like what um What's special about Hunter Hunter to me and why I feel like people should give it another chance if they drop it or have a hard time getting through with it is is because it's a deconstruction right so it's taking you know, established tropes and established storytelling that we've come to understand in the shonen genre. And it takes those those tropes and it kind of spins them on their head and subverts them in all of these different ways. So that's something that, you know, um, 
when you're first going through it, you almost can't see the forest for the trees because it's such a different um, approach to the genre of storytelling that you're used to. So when people go through it the first time, at least for me personally, I there was a lot of things that I noticed on a on a rewatch. Now that I understood the story that like enhanced my understanding of it and gave me a newfound appreciation for it, because I wasn't really shouting from the rooftops that Hunter Hunter was this amazing anime. Um, I mean, like it had peaks inside of Chimera Anton York knew that I was talking about, but it wasn't until I went through it a second time where I was like, this is like actually probably the best anime that I think I've ever seen in my life. And it's the way that it connects its themes and it's the way that the characters all go into building this world that feels so big and alive in such a short amount of time without feeling convoluted and like chaotic to me. At least this is my interpretation of it. And I feel like it all culminates as far as everything that's great about Hunter Hunter. I feel like it's all present in the Chimera Ant arc. And it's something that you really need a bird's eye point of view to really um at least for me it, I, once i could look at it from you know the top down and i could see you know its entire composition from start to finish that's when i was really able to appreciate what the chimera antark was doing and it did take me multiple times you know going through it to really get it so if you're not someone who rewatches things you know then then you know then whatever but i'm someone who, who says every time you gotta watch hunter hunter at least twice you know what i mean so that's my that's my suggestion there for it. But if you're trying to get through the Antark right now, I would say see what happens when the king gets born. The storytelling drastically improves after the birth of the king. So I don't want to spoil too much for you, but right. that's my long winded, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, my long winded sermon <laughs> for for Hunter Hunter. Yeah, when they when they show you like the I think the main three ants would be uh you know Merum and uh actually the main four ants uh basically Merum and his three underlings those are probably the most important ones and those that that those stories are more uh yeah. more impactful than you know all the other side ants that you kind of see in the beginning and everything so yeah. and it takes a lot of time to build up the antark because mm-hmm. they're establishing so many concepts like phagogenesis which is like the concept of how the ants eat animals and then birth you know combinations of the animals that they ate so like it explains that entire process and it's building up the geopolitical situation inside of like the nations that are occupied by the ants and like what the humans are going to do about it you have to build up this plan they got to do a lot of research they want to make it feel like realistic they want those payoffs later on in the conflicts to feel earned for the threats that they're building up so it takes a lot of time to build and characterize everybody and really make sure that the audience understands what's at stake and like all of the conflicts at hand. And then when it finally gets into the lit shit, though, I'm telling you, it's peak fiction. Like, I promise you, if you're invested going into that final conflict, it is one of the best anime experiences you'll ever have, period. That's my that's my case. <laughs> Nay, are you watching it? Uh, have you been watching it subbed or dub? I watch it. So I, I can't do the dub. I watch it. Subbed. Mm hmm. Yeah, Fuck it. yeah, sub is so much better. Oh my god! So yeah, I watched yeah, the entire thing dub, but I, I think the reason why I enjoyed the dub is because oh. I could understand more of the information that was going by so fast in the sub. So it it, it, it made it easier. <laughs> yeah, for me that's to a digest good point. It. They do be saying a lot, and mm-hmm. they, and I feel like in Hunter Hunter they really um they really mojo jojo the explanations of things. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> Where they just like it almost feels like they're over explaining it, but I feel like it's because it's so complicated. They want to make sure that you understand that, yeah. the, that they really pound it. 
Yeah. Found it home for the audience, yeah. I think my fucking understanding of the whole power system then and everything would be much worse off if I if I watched it in <laughs> sub. If you would have watched it sub? Yeah. <laughs> that could be why I don't understand it much because I did watch it sub. I, mm. I did attempt to start it dub. I couldn't yeah. go. I was like, yeah, dude, Cohen's yeah. dub voice is cheeks. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Most of the time, the main <laughs> character <laughs> dub voice is cheeks, yeah. 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 That might be another... Uh, it's, it's so hard for me if I start something one way to... Fl- well, if I start something sub, that's it. That's all. But if I start something dub, it is easy for me to switch over sub. Sure. Mm-hmm. But... Like to to kind of change that, like where I'm at in it, I think it would be hard. But that that would make a lot of sense why I didn't understand the Nin arc as much because I was reading it and not really reading to comprehend, but just reading. Oh, sure. To get through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because at the end of of all of that, I was like, okay, so. (laughs) Yeah, really a lot going on. They tried really hard to to get people to understand. And I feel like in the Heaven's Arena arc, mm-hmm. because at the beginning of every episode in the Heaven's Arena arc, you had that like narration, like Ren, Ten, Zetsu, Hatsu, you know what I mean? And like, just like real quick, the narrator reminding you of like, you know, like what the four basic principles kind of do. You know what I mean? So I appreciated them for that. But yeah, in sub form, I bet you it's tough to. To, to really um, kind of like take in, you know, like all that stuff. Cause I had to watch it multiple, mm-hmm. multiple times and visit the wiki whenever I had like questions of my own. You know what I mean? For so sure. I really went the extra mile to understand then and to understand the world of Hunter Hunter. I understand that not everybody's going to be that invested. But if you do decide that you really want to like fully comprehensively understand the world of Hunter Hunter, it's honestly one of the most beautiful and well created worlds that I've seen in fiction. You know what I mean? It's really um, what I think I I appreciate the most of Hunter Hunter's storytelling is that it puts logical consistency above everything else. Mm -hmm. So you have these, um, you always run into dilemmas or these, um, these situations where you have a conflict, you have a problem, and then everyone in the room is talking about all of the different ways to really attack that, that situation. And it always comes down to the one that makes the most sense logically. And I appreciate that. In storytelling, because especially in the shonen genre, I feel like you get really it's really easy to fall into a campy groove where yeah. everything is kind of like solved by some hand wavy, you know, like very um, not well explained phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe an I'm just. Spo- yeah. Or an ass pull. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just spoiled by like how well Yoshihiro Togashi really wants things to make sense in his verse. But coming out of Hunter Hunter and just seeing the execution of like other things in other anime i appreciate um togashi for his mojo jojo-esque explanations of how phenomena works in his series so it's kind of um shaped my outlook on things moving forward analytically so i appreciate it for that too i feel you on that man um mm-hmm. for me because um i definitely I, I i'm not really i i don't like going as a main character and everybody always tells me i'm crazy uh because of that <sighs> Only the only reason, and this is just me personally. I'm not more. Yeah. I, I don't appreciate the childish main character. I like the more sure. mature main character. So my MCs oh, yeah. are uh, Ichigo and Yusuke. I like the more mature, you know, about their business type shit and everything like Hell that. Yeah. So, but Hell the thing yeah. is, though, while I don't like Gon, I think Killua is amazing character. Killua is my favorite. Yeah, Killua is my favorite Karapika too. Is definitely probably my Karapika. Oh my god, Karapika. Yeah, absolutely. I really like. Him, then, yeah, them. yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, them. yeah, that's fine. 
So what I lost yeah. from, you know, going as a main character, I still had that that feeling from Killua and what he brought to the table because he's damn near like like they're 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 boys, but like he's like damn near the opposite about the way he right. kind of goes through things. Like he's more calculating. Right. He's more, you know, um, you know, hold hold on, let's not just run up in the spot. Like let's kind of yeah. think about this shit. <laughs> you right, know what right. I'm saying? Or I'm gonna snatch your shit up if I can kill your ass. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. I appreciate Gone. Um and and me normally I think I'm I think I'm with you, Mike, as far as like what I prefer in a main character. I think mm-hmm. I do like the more mature, you know, like Ichigo or Yusuke type characters. Mm-hmm. I think I definitely do have Yusuke over Gone if we're if we're looking inside of the universes of the author. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have Yusuke over Gone as well. But as far as Gone goes, what I like about him is that like when you look at the childish main character kind of trope or archetype, mm-hmm. you look at like characters like Naruto, early Naruto, yeah, yeah, yeah. or early Luffy and things like that. I feel like what's different about Gone is that um it's not uh, his 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 naivety or his immaturity doesn't feel superfluous to me like it does in kind of, you know in in earlier Naruto. So like when it comes down to his childishness, I feel like it's there in all of the appropriate moments. Like when he needs to be a foil to Killua, and when like their ideologies have to clash, and Killua's trying to like bring cold, calculated killer logic to something. You have gone with the very wholesome, naive right. child logic, and they both make equal sense. I really love that dynamic. But then when it comes down to it and Gon actually needs to be a, a character, you know, or a person, I feel like he's it's executed really well without like removing him from the character you understand him as. He still handles things very Gon, but it, when it when it comes down to it, it's like tight to see him um kind of grow on the fly instinctually, like in combat specifically. And I think that that's um you know, in areas where Asta you know, in Black Clover mm-hmm. might be in a similar situation, but you still see those very immature outbursts of yelling or, you know, some cringy, you know, like washed up, like, you know, like right, statement right, right. or whatever that he says, like, I, I'm not yet. I got to keep going. Like, you're not like over. It's not like um, you're not like inundated by like shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like Gones doing gone shit. You know what I mean? And when you think about what makes childish main characters annoying, at least for me, I feel like I don't see that as much in Gone versus any of the other childish or immature main characters that are kind of surround that are kind of around him. I feel like Togashi has a very mature route that he takes Gone on, even though Gone is a very naive and childish character. So absolutely, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah. So yeah, part part of something I I really didn't understand about Gone, and maybe you can kind of shed more light on this, is that mm-hmm. I don't understand why he was so. Um, emotionally invested in kite because sure. he he really he, I, he, of course he knew him when he was a little kid barely but right, right. at the end of the day it wasn't like somebody that's been been with you from the start like he was gone for right. what 10 years before you kind of right. link back up and everything so the right. whole berserk thing after you know yeah. what happens to kite then you're kind of like yeah. bro why are you acting like this bro it's not even like y'all you know it's yeah. not like this is this is killer what it just got you know it's just right. kite. so what do, you, what do you how do you feel about that part um, it's okay. So as far as the gone and kite relationship, obviously in the manga, I don't know if you know about the differences and how it was adapted versus the manga, but kite is the first character you see in Hunter Hunter ah. in the manga. You know what I mean? So he, it shows that flashback that you get in the chimera in the beginning of the chimera Antark. It shows that flashback of kite saving going from the fox bear mother. It shows that in the very first scene of the Hunter Hunter manga, basically. So 
you still get gone going fishing for that giant monster or whatever, but you get the kite stuff right there in the beginning mm-hmm. of the manga. So it, it makes it feel a little bit better when you finally revisit kite in the chimera Antarctic. So I feel like that kind of, um, you know, took a little bit of that away from anime only viewers, but I guess, um, to defend the anime as far as like why it's, I feel like it's still okay. The way that Gon reacted, even though kite was in the story for such a little amount of time is that when it comes to, to Gon's motivations and what he cares about in his life, it's his father and finding his father. And when he's been so, um, disconnected, you know, from that, the entire series and feels like he's always multiple steps behind finding this person. It creates this, um, this, this, uh, this investment for Gone that it's like, yo, when I finally get there, it's going to be this really big deal. And we feel that because we've been following his journey the whole time. Right. And you finally meet Kite. You're like, here's this link to this enigmatic figure that I've been chasing the whole time. And he actually wants to talk to me. Mm-hmm. He actually wants to know me. He actually wants to tell me about my dad. This is the closest I've ever been to my goal ever. You know what I mean? And he trains me and we go into war together and he's like, and, and there's this ominous feeling, you know, in going and killer. like, should we be here? Like, we want to be confident. We're pro hunters. We have licenses, but this is our first real job. Like this is a world, you know, a, an extinction level event essentially is what they come to understand. And they come to understand that through you know, their naivety because they're like, no, it's all good. We're pros. We can come with you kite. And (laughs) kite's got this anxiety the whole time as he's training them. And as they're building a relationship until finally that naivety gets him killed. And now Gon feels personally responsible for that. So it's not so much that it's like he, he likes someone that he barely knows too much. Um, It's more so there's a lot of other factors I feel like involved in why Gon goes to berserk one He's he feels directly responsible for the death of someone who was supposed to be taking care of him. The only link to his father that he has for his entire life. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot that goes into that. I think it made sense even if you're anime only, but um, on the surface, absolutely. Like first time watchers, like I totally understand Mm -hmm. that criticism and that complaint 100% of the way it wasn't until maybe you know like my third or fourth time going through it that i was really able to like understand like why or at least feel like i understood why gone felt the way that he did for kite to the point where he would go berserk the way that he does you know what i mean later on in the arc so yeah I, that makes sense yeah and i i didn't even think about all that stuff so that that makes a lot more sense towards his motivations and everything plus so. he's a kid yeah he's you know what kid. i mean like he's a, he's a kid so like you have all of those factors in the background and then you apply it to like 13 year old logic and it makes sense that a tantrum would develop in that way with all of those factors involved you know what i mean so it was a very childish thing that go did that triggered that that state you know right, what I mean? right. it was a very i don't give a fuck about anything like this probably shouldn't be happening for this person but like i don't know how to deal with my emotions i see this way out of this anxiety i see this way out of this this feeling that i'm in right now and it's to just go berserk and handle this bitch so i it made it made sense to me you know what i mean after a while but i totally understand the complaint yeah i feel you on that okay Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I never even thought about any of that stuff. So that makes perfect sense now. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did. I I really like the like how you've analyzed this show so deeply. Yeah. And how so how many times have you watched 
like 20 dude because because like the like all the way through i can easily say it's over 15 times you know what i mean because i put it i put it on to people and whenever i put people onto it i want to watch it again it's one of those stories where it's one of those shows you know how you have that movie that you guys have seen a million times and it doesn't matter how many times you watch it it's still great every time it's like that and like hunter hunter is the only television show that i've ever felt than the want to watch over and over again to where it doesn't matter how many times I watch it and I still get value. I still learn things. I still learn important things about the world of Hunter Hunter that I didn't notice the last time I watched it every new time that I go through it. So you have like the just base rewatchability factor inside of it. And then on top of that, I'm constantly learning new things every time I go through it. So there's just so much value there. You know what I mean? And and I love watching it with people for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's been close to 20 times that I've that I've watched it from start to finish now. See, it sound like me and you, <laughs> me and you, you hack a show. That's the shit I I have to yeah, watch. Yeah, you hack a show is I'm up there in in you you hack a show rewatches too, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's probably closer to like 8 or 10 for you you hack a show, but but yeah. So with Takashi, man, so how how do you feel about, you know, the 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 long hiatus? I think it's been like over a thousand days since he's dropped oh. the chapter, man. Do you think do you think it's gonna come back ever? Um, I mean, I'm always gonna think it's gonna come back, you know what I mean, until he says like I'm done. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because like we've seen, I mean, just because this is the longest hiatus that we've seen. I mean, the last one was the longest one that we'd seen before, you know, and people were saying towards the end of that one that we're never gonna get Hunter Hunter again and then look what happened. So yeah. I don't know, but I'm at a point now where I expect the hiatuses um, to the point where I'm like purposely a volume behind in the manga because when it comes back, I want to read two volumes at once. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I know that it's probably going to be multiple years before I get another one. So that's just like a, a, a personal mental thing that I've done for myself. Everyone looks at me like crazy and they're like, whoa, <laughs> Knox is a, is a volume behind on Hunter Hunter. It's like, it's a personal thing, dude. Like I, I've been current in the manga for like 10 years, bro. Like, let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, let, like, like this is what I have to do for my sanity at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but I don't know. I'm, I'm cool. You know, I'm cool with the story that we have so far. If Hunter Hubbard, if Hunter Hunter never comes back, I'll be heartbroken. But honestly, like with Jujutsu Kaisen here, weekly it it scratches you know that itch you know what i mean to a certain degree Mm -hmm. it kind of fills a little bit of that hole because it's so reminiscent of togashi's storytelling because it's so heavily inspired by it right you know what i mean and between between jujutsu kaisen and um jigo kuraku which is another manga from uh, a mangaka called kaku yuji who's like really good friends with fujimoto tatsuki who's the creator of chainsaw man but i think he was like an assistant for chainsaw man right so I think he was an assistant for Chainsaw Man. Don't quote me on that. But they're boys. Either way, you know, Kaku Yuji's got a story called Jigo Karaku, which is essentially, um, I don't know if you, how much you know about the Dark Continent inside of Hunter Hunter. I know. But it's bit. like, yeah, it's like that, like super crazy, like undiscovered, like uncharted, like waters mm-hmm. area with all these crazy uh, monsters and mm-hmm. diseases and shit that, they, that we're trying to get to in the manga for the last like 10 years of Hunter Hunter. But yeah, so the, the, the plot of Jigo Karaku is basically the plot of fucking you know the dark continent right so so like between jigo karaku and hunter hunter i feel like i don't really care if or i mean between jigo karaku and jujutsu kaisen i feel like i could live without hunter hunter coming back at this point just because they scratch that itch so well for me mm-hmm. but yeah that's how i feel about it so for, for me it's like I, I used to be a super super anime only now i say 
used to be. I mean, like two weeks ago. So, <laughs> so I, I used to be super, super anime only. But recently, like ever since the last chapter of AOT dropped, I I, I finally like said, you know what? Hey, fuck this! I'm about to start reading shit. So mm-hmm. I read I, I read the final chapters of uh, AOT from you know uh, when the when the anime ended, you know, into you know the, the finale and everything like that. And then so yeah. one thing that I've been reading consistently that I'm in love with, I'm glad you said it, is Chainsaw Man. Um, how do you feel about Chainsaw? I think I'm 60 chapters in right now. Oh man, you're about to see some crazy bro. shit in like 10 chapters, bro. Bro, Chainsaw Man is, um, is something that, and I actually saw, <laughs> I saw on you guys's uh, list of episodes. Mm-hmm. There's your episode. What do you mean by that? And it's the fucking <laughs> thumbnail is yes, uh, is yes. Denji getting puked on bro, or whatever. One of the and I was things. like, hell no, y'all didn't make this a thumbnail of an episode dude yes. <laughs> dude i almost dropped the book when i when i got to bro, that chapter I, my like, eyes I literally so almost dropped open. chainsaw man bro like chainsaw man is something that um that we at project manga have a very special relationship with oh, good one shit. because it was something like when we were creating the show and we were deciding what manga we were going to review each week we kind of like broke it up into okay we need to have manga that are like undeniably have to be on the show because of how successful they are and then we have to have manga that undeniably have to be on the show because of how popular they are and then we can have some like personal picks like towards the end or whatever Mm -hmm. and and obviously inside of the successful range you have one piece my hero academia and black clover so we're like okay those three have to be on the show and then as far as what was popular at the time even though it wasn't uh performing as well sales wise was chainsaw man and the promised neverland you know what i mean so so um None of us wanted to read Chainsaw Man, dude. We were like, there's no fucking way this shit is good. This shit looks like some gory, like, slasher film shit yeah. with some awkward-ass comedy. This shit is buns, blah, 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 blah. But then, like, I just make, <laughs> I just made the decision, like, if people are fucking yelling about it, like, we can just be the cynical reviewers yeah. who talk shit about it. There's but, like, it's still it, yeah. on the show because people like it. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into this incredible fucking story that with all of this visual storytelling and all of this theory crafting that could be done around the events and concepts it it turned into a mind-blowing week-to-week experience not just as a reader but as an analyst you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and kiko um took a really intense liking to chainsaw man and became so invested with it that he was just scanning chapters rereading it and just became so um invested in the storytelling that his theories were starting to become like mind-blowing as far as like what we were we were reviewing from week to week and what we were guessing about the story and he was fucking like his theories were coming true and and the and like i feel like a lot of our of our earlier success that brought us into like monetization as a channel right and that like really got people talking about project manga was our chainsaw man reviews you know what i mean so we're really appreciative of 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 chainsaw man as a story we're huge fans of it and i and i feel like that's like our peak golden era of our of our show the life of our show is when was when that was week to week you know this makes me so happy <laughs> so happy to hear this because yeah. it's I, so good man dude. it's, like, it's well, amazing so bro. unexpectedly good you yeah know? Like I, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know anything really about it other than a few people saying, you know, hey, you need to read this and everything like that. So I came, yeah. I went into it with super open mind, and I was like, bro, this shit, I can't stop reading this shit. And yeah. uh, the most recent part that I've seen, the most recent main thing that's happened was uh, his fight with the bomb chick. And uh, bo- man, yes. when, it, when it revealed that she was the bomb chick, I was like, yo, 
Bro, bit the tongue off. Oh. Ah. I'm like, oh shit, they're about to be <laughs> With in love. The fireworks shit. going yeah, in the background, man. and then the fucking like tra- the cold blooded transformation pulling the pin out the choker. Fire. That shit is crazy. So yeah. And that fight scene was so well drawn, it was. so well choreographed. The contrast in the explosions, like the choices on like where to put stark whites and where to put stark blacks to really make it feel like explosions were happening. You know what I mean? Like it really jumped off the page. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and that was always something that was so crazy about Chainsaw Man art to me is because the landscape and effects are drawn so masterfully, mm-hmm. but then the character designs are very, um, inglorious yeah. you know what i mean like like people are not like drawn very attractive right you know in in chainsaw man especially compared to like landscape and background mm-hmm. art you know what i mean like literally it's such a drastic um you know uh quality difference mm-hmm. that it, i feel like what it did for me is it made me care more about the characters because there wasn't that like attractive factor to it right like i knew like you knew that characters like makima and characters like retse were supposed to be hot but like they weren't drawn like if you compare character designs in mm-hmm. chainsaw man to character designs and literally like anything else people are drawn a lot more you know ideal a yeah, lot more yeah, beautiful yeah. you know what i mean so i at least for me the way that i was kind of like interpreting it was like i have no reason to care about these characters except for their writing you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how many times have you seen people say like oh no they killed the hot one you know what i mean yeah, like oh like no it. they killed my bae they killed my husbando they <laughs> killed my waifu you know what i mean and it's like well i've never been like physically attracted to any of these characters so like when their deaths hit me i feel like it hit me a lot deeper because it's like i only care about them through their writing and their dialogue so that was something that i always thought was cool i don't know if anybody really resonates with me on that as far as chainsaw man goes but i appreciated the fuck out of that inside of chainsaw man no i 100 percent agree with you on that because there's like nobody yeah. is like it, it's not like you know like how damn near everybody in bleach is like attractive Pretty but as it's hell. Not like in most that. manga, it's not people like are that. drawn very well, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, by and large. You know, but in Chainsaw Man, everyone's like ugly mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's like full of full of imperfections, but it's not like you're looking at shit. Like it's just like, okay, it's like these are normal people. Like everybody isn't right. crazy fucking attractive. You know, it's right. just, re- just regular average ass people or whatever. Or some yes. ugly people, just like like power, <laughs> yeah. power, power's faces, power's faces that she makes be looking crazy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, bro, how? But see, so you see all this fan art, and everyone's like, these characters are so hot, and it's like, well, you're sharing fan art every time you talk about them. So, like, are they really hot, or do you just really like what people make them look like? You right. Know what I mean, so <laughs> I was telling Nay. Oh, I'm sorry, Nay. Go ahead. Oh no, you're fine. When is the anime adaptation coming this year? I think it's um, like I think, a few I think so. I think we get the PV on the 27th of this month, right? So June that. 27th, we get like the actual anime preview video. So I'm excited for that, but I'm pretty sure we should get it at least by the end of the year. I need that shit immediately, but I need, oh to, be, my God, I need yes. to be caught up before. Uh, you know, oh, you got plenty of time. Yeah, I got plenty hey, of time. I mm-hmm. have a question for both of y'all, especially. Uh, a little bit more for Knox since he's been yeah. reading uh, manga a, a little bit lot longer. Sorry, Mike. No shade. No, no, you're good. I'm still manga, Mike. <laughs> a lot, a lot longer. Um, so I was telling Mike for me, reading is not ideal. Um, because I just, with me knowing what's going to happen, it takes away from the adaptation. A lot of people, sure. I know, a lot of people don't feel like that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I respect the shit out of that opinion, though, because I feel like there are so many more stimuli that anime gives you. 
You know what I mean? So there's a lot more to be attracted to. Absolutely. You get voices, you get music, you get colors. So much more reason to like anime more. I'm, I personally prefer manga and I'll read manga before anime pretty much watch. every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sorry, continue with your question no, though. No, you're fine. So I guess my, my question is, I guess it doesn't take away. What is it? I know the manga, you kind of get a lot more of the story because I I would read a lot of books, which is Mm -hmm. odd enough. I'll read books and then go watch a movie and then complain Mm -hmm. that the movie doesn't add up with what I read. Right. (laughs) When you go in and you know what you're about to watch, does it not take away the... Um take away anything for you? Mike, you can answer this too because like I said, when we went to go see the Demon uh, Demon Slayer, the train, Mugen uh, train, train, yeah. I, I literally was talking about, I read this, I read this, and I was completely <laughs> uninterested because I was like, I read this, I know what's about to happen. I'm oh, sure. Movie, but I'm like, I know what's about to happen next, and this is just. Yeah. I guess the first thing you got to do if you're going to decide to read manga before watching anime is just understand that, like, you've already experienced it. You know what I mean? So, like, as far as, like, going into, like, when I watch anime, like that I've read the manga for I'm going into it because like, I'm excited to see my favorite parts adapted. You know what I mean? So like, if you're, if you know, and definitely if you've already read the manga and you go into, you're going to know what happened. So if that's your whole thing, probably don't read manga. If you want to experience the story for the first time in animated form, there's really no reason for you to read manga. But me personally, I like um, my imagination to be challenged. You know what I mean? So I like filling in the gaps of movement. I like feeling it, filling in the gaps of action choreography and I like filling in the gaps of voices and I like filling in the gaps of colors on my, you know, my, my own. And one, the aesthetic aspect of black and white comic books is really appealing to me. So, like, I have this very um, close relationship with manga in regard to, like, what I personally like from my fictional media. So, but as far as anime goes, like, yeah, it's like if I um, if I am just now hearing about a series for the first time and I know it's got a manga and people are ranting and raving about the anime adaptation, it's like a coin flip, like 50-50. I'll either decide I want to read the manga first, or if everyone says the adaptation is that good, I'll be like, all right, fuck it. I'll watch the fucking anime first and see what the fuck's going on in anime form, and then I'll probably take the manga back to the beginning. So I have a very, um, I feel like, different approach to this than most people, but when I don't think reading the manga first ruins my anime viewing experience at all because I have a completely different expectation going into um to the anime i'm like ready to see my favorite parts adapted so i uh, it's a different kind of excitement a hundred percent agree with you a hundred percent agree it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. like nay like nay you remember back in the day like when uh they dropped the harry potter first books four books or whatever and then mm-hmm. so most of us had read either at least one of the books before the movies ever even came out and so when the movie came out and it and it literally was went word for word with the book damn near for the most part <laughs> We were still happy to see that shit. And yeah, it, mm-hmm. it still kind of filled in. Like, what well, we didn't understand some parts of the book. We still saw it on screen. It was like, okay, this is what they meant by that. Or this is yeah. this is what they were talking about. Or, this is what it looks like instead of me just reading it. So Right. And that makes sense. And I think when it comes to the book aspect, there's no visuals. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for me, yes. There's like, less okay, to be spoiled. Yeah, because I'm imagining all of this and I'm playing it. So when I did see it on screen, it's like, OK, well, that's how he looked like. I yeah. This is, oh, OK, this is what happened. Oh, this is, you know. Yeah. There's so many more stimuli that you're experiencing mm-hmm. for the first time related to the media. Absolutely. Yeah. Book to TV show, book to movie. Got to be completely different than like manga to anime. Mm-hmm. 
I, that is it, hard. Never really I, thought about that. Yeah. It, it's so hard. I want to just for the sake, like Mike is manga Mike now. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like, like in my character development, I need to try, but it, it is super, it's super difficult. And I, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a big change. You know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like it's a lot easier for me because I've been reading comic books since I learned how to read. Like one of my one of my I think my first memory is just looking down at a comic book. You know what I mean? So like I've always been attracted to that that form of media. So I like um, it's hard for me to kind of really preach my case to 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 a lot of people because I feel like a lot of people don't share that origin with me. You know what I mean? But um, but I'll always be a comic book or manga first kind of person. That's just like my medium. You know, it's like my element. That's where I feel at home. So I can't really say too much to really sway anyone in one way, you know, in, in one um, one direction or another. You know what I mean? If, 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 you're, if you're anime only, big respect. I totally understand why. If you'd like to read manga first, then you already know I'm, you know, already know how I'm coming on that. So, yeah, that's fair. I just- it makes sense either way to me. You know what I mean? I won't. I'm not someone who's going to be I'm not like a manga reading like evangelist where I'm going to run up to everyone and be like, you're anime only. Fuck that. You need to read yeah. this manga. It's like, nah, dude, like, <laughs> you know, it, it makes perfect sense to me. See, now now that I read manga, I'm gatekeeping now. So, like, I, I, I'm, 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 shit, I'm shitting on that. I'm shitting on anime onlys now. Like, like when, a, like when AOT gets animated, like, the last part of the final season, I'm like, yeah. you bitches didn't know this was happening. I know this now. Like, yeah, no. Nah. Like, I'm still excited it's, for, it's for AOT. You feel, you feel powerful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, a, you, I know more than you, nigga. Yeah, yeah motherfucker. <laughs> like, shit. You motherfuckers wasn't flipping pages with me. I was out here. I seen this. All right. You wasn't, wasn't flipping pages with me. You wasn't flipping shooting pages. in the gym. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I'm still I'm funny. still excited for like when AOT when the final parts gets gets animated. That shit's gonna go crazy. And I and yeah. I, I like what I read. I'm like, bro, when this shit's get animated. It's going to yeah. break the fucking internet. Like, it, it. I'm not doing Attack on Titan. I haven't. I remember I was reading the manga um, when there was only like 30 chapters out. And mm-hmm. then like the anime adaptation started. And I was a much a different person back then. So don't judge me too much. But when the anime adaptation started and there was all this hype for it, it kind of turned me off from the series because of how annoying everyone was being about the anime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So like I. Yeah, I like I used to like let, you know, the way that people talked about anime and manga affect how I viewed it back mm-hmm. then. You know what I mean? So I'm like nothing like that now, by the way. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what anyone says about anything. I'm going to see for myself how I feel. But back then, you know, like it it, it kind of I was just like, ah, oh, fuck this attack on Titan shit. Everyone, everyone sucks. Everyone's being annoying as fuck about it. You know what I mean? and, I, and I never went back to it, you know, and I kind of grew up from that from that outlook. And then I was like, I'm going to give attack on Titan a second try once it finishes so now that it's done i think i'm gonna go through the entire thing might read it on twitch or something like that or watch it on twitch or something i don't know yet but i'm excited to get to it yeah finally <laughs> yeah man I, oh, man, it, it, it's such a good that last that la- i think it was 27 chapters from when the anime you know uh stopped this past year mm-hmm. to to whenever mm-hmm. it ends and everything man oh my mm-hmm. god it was just it's just pure action like this like in the last season the first part of the final season it was a lot of dialogue. So there was a little bit of action, but most of the part was dialogue, story building, everything like that. When this shit mm-hmm. get animated in the, in the winter, it's going to be action, 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 action type yeah, shit. So. Yeah. It's, up in yeah. The- it's the end of the fucking story. So it's going to be, I'm sure, a lot of fucking loose ends being tied up, a lot of plot threads being tied up. 
and then just action. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably yeah. a war or something. I don't fucking know. Man, but no, it was great. Expect a war or something. Yeah. I know his pen was on fucking fire, and I know he oh, was, yeah. he was listening to future <laughs> whenever he was writing that shit. Like he he was yeah. going crazy when he wrote the last few chapters, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, Fuck man. Yeah. I'm so oh yeah I'm super uh, ready for that shit man. Um, oh yeah, dude. What's what's some shit that you um, that you read that you probably don't really talk talk about on the pod? Oh, actually, no, f- fuck that. Have you been reading um, Invincible by chance? Oh dude, I read Invincible so long ago. Fuck yeah, dude. Invincible's really fucking good. It started in like 2003, right? Mm-hmm. And it ended in like 2000 and like 16 or some shit I want to say. I don't really, I don't really exactly remember when. But yeah, dude, I read that shit um long before the the show came out. And then the show comes out and it's like, man, there's so many amazing like differences mm-hmm. that like I feel like make the the show better in some areas but i'm so excited for the hype that invincible is getting right now dude and i feel like everybody who liked the first season should go back and read the comic book i feel like this is a great time for people to be getting into comic books since it it seems like um they're starting to get the adaptations they deserve you know Mm -hmm. what i mean I think that's GB and Steve that have been telling me I need to read the comic and everything, man. They say it's been going I got crazy. I got you on the link. Like I got the whole thing downloaded. I'll send you the whole shit. You need to send me that shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I got you. <laughs> run me that run me that link. I might have to It's only 144 reading. chapters. That's it. The whole bitch is 144 chapters so, or issues rather. But it's monthly though. So they're long 60 to 80 page chapters. You know what mm, I mean? I see. I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I might, I might do that then. Cause uh, after I finish Chainsaw Man, which I'm thinking I'm like 40 chapters away from finishing that, then mm-hmm. yeah, I, I should, I, I might do that. So hell yeah. Holla at you, Guala. I got you on the link. <laughs> okay. Bet that. Say less. Yeah. I'm going to need that shit. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Nate, was you about to ask something? Oh, um, yeah. I'll segue into something else. Cause this is something I was really, Wanting to hear Knox yeah. talk about because we we haven't had Sensei on in a while. Yeah. I don't think we had Sensei on tested. Um, just the uh, Anytube Con. Yeah. Um, just like I'm sure it was inspired, of course, because Con season was canceled because of COVID. Correct. Before, so we couldn't do correct. Shit. Um, right. But like, how was the process with that and making it like coming to fruition and like just the yeah. labs and stuff? Like, because it was really good. I definitely tuned in that weekend to um, a yeah. lot of the different. Um, things that you guys were offering so it was really good it was a lot of fun it was um it was it was a fucking nightmare to organize Mm. but um but it was it was tight man Uh, it it was inspired you're right by covid but really what it was is i saw um at home comic con pull up in my in my recommended on youtube and i was like at home comic con and i'm a big comic book guy you know so i see big comic book youtubers like comic pop and comic story and in comics explained and imaginary access they're all coming together to do this at home live streamed comic book convention and i was like that's fucking brilliant i want to do that for anime so then i fucking went on the timeline and I was like any anime manga comic book cre- you know content creators like respond to this like I got a really cool idea I think and then JD legend and um and anime lately and um anime summit you know mm-hmm. what I mean and and all of these you know people responded to it so I made a fucking discord uh channel I fucking told everyone you know like the idea or whatever and they were like yo that's tight let's do it and then we started, you know, thinking about panels started thinking about what other kind of um events that we wanted to have video game tournament cosplay tournament etc and uh, we all just kind of like talked about talked it out over the course of like three to four months and then kind of got it together. But um, so that was kind of like the origin of it. That's kind of like how it started as far as like the entire organization of it. Um, it was really hard to because no one's going to care about 
your ideas as much as you. You know what I mean? So like that is something that like I've always known, but um, it wasn't something that like I really expected inside of the creative like group that I had for this because we were all content creators. So one of the most frustrating things was just communication. And I understand that everyone's busy. You know what I mean? But um, I guess I was just like expecting a little bit more passion from everyone that like went out of their way to like say that they wanted to be involved with it. But either way, you know what I mean? Like we, we argued, we butt heads, we fucking yelled at each other, but like we became like closer after, you know, afterwards, you know what I mean? And, and it was, it was a great time. We did it for charity. You know what I mean? We raised a bunch of money for BLM and COVID, you know, charities and whatnot. So it was, it was super tight and it was super fun. As frustrating as it was, I wouldn't have had it any other way. And I'm sad that we haven't been able to do it again, but I definitely wanted to have another one going this, this, um, this summer, we tried to do it last winter, didn't really work out because of communication and whatnot, but it's going to be back. But it was a great, it was a fucking great event and collaboration. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was super fun. I'm so like, I'm mad that like we weren't closer like back then. You know what I mean? Because like, because, you know, you think about it now and it's like verse gen was there and fucking anime summit was there. You know what I mean? And it's like you had you had a whole bunch of people that were like, yo, man, hit me up like next time. And it's like, I wish I would have remembered everybody. You know what I mean? Because that shit was fucking lit as fuck, dude. No, it definitely was. I definitely got to check out a, a couple panels throughout that weekend. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's funny because uh, I guess I can tell this. Yeah. So I was trying to remember what it was called. So I text mm-hmm. Mike and Mike was like, I don't remember right off the top of my head. And I was, and I was in that Discord too. Con- yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't want to just put virtual con on the docket. So I text Sensei and... Um, I was like, Sensei, I don't want to be unprofessional. Can you tell me the name? Because I don't want to ask Knox and then be like, hey, what was the name of the con- your con? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I want to make yeah. sure you put it on here. He that would have been fine, too. That would have been totally fine. I would have been like, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I, don't want, I was like, I don't want Mike on my neck. We're trying to be real professional now. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to tell me the name. So This is a ghetto podcast. Yeah, he was like, I love the yeah. research. I was like, well, <laughs> bro. Yeah. 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 It was super. It it was super dope. It was tight. It was tight. As as far as like technical stuff, though, like it was really weird, like scheduling the um, events on YouTube because YouTube's like live stream scheduling was so awkward because it like wasn't integrated in like any. I don't know if integrated is the right word, but like we would schedule a fucking event and then it would try to take the fucking thumbnail from the previous scheduled event and use it for that one. And it was like all of this really crazy, like technical stuff that happened like during the time. But it, it, we learned a lot from it. And the next time we do it, everything will be fresh and buttery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the next one, man. If you need me just yeah. to say the word, I'll be, I'll be on that one. Soon. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I, these yeah. online cons, like when we did Afro uh, AfroCon, that was dope, man. Like, yeah, yes. I, I'm definitely fine with being a part of stuff like that. So, yeah. Isn't that such a cool, like, community building, like, mm-hmm. kind of atmosphere, dude? Like, and it's like collabs can happen, like, at whatever time, you know, like, we're collabing right now. You just hit up somebody and ask them or whatever. But, like, when it's a big event, you know what I mean? Like that, it makes it feel a little bit more wholesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like that. Everybody is coming together, like, almost as a like, family. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I love that vibe, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mikey, did you do Ask Anime? Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were ready for that because uh, we didn't do that one. So uh, I, we, I got some questions because we didn't do it last week. And uh, okay. I'm glad Knox is here so we can see what he, uh, what he yes. thinks about some of the questions. So we basically do Ask Anime towards the end of the pod. So our, our um, Patreon people ask us just random questions uh, each week and we answer them to the best of our abilities and shit. So let's mm-hmm. see what we got this week, man. Uh, put you on the spot a few times here. So let's go. Uh, Velvet said uh, as many series uh, had completely disappointing finales, 
whose finale hurt the most and what would you have changed? I'm trying to think mm. of a finale that I hated. Uh, Dead Man Wonderland for me. But, that's um, good. That's a that's a decent one. Uh, I don't I, remember. I feel like Soul Eater is up there. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't mm. what it should have been. Um, you guys ever watch a comic got killed? Yes. yes, yes. That's 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 one, man. I'm like, yeah, they, so they all. A comic got killed is probably my least favorite adaptation that I've seen in anime because. Really? I, well, I'm, like, if you read if you read the manga, if you've read the manga, then you could see, you know, drastic differences, you know, in the in, in what happens in both um, in both uh, series. Right. Because if you were anime only, it was probably fire. Everybody says like if they're anime only, like they really like to come got kill. Yeah. It, it's not as jar, you know, it's not as polarizing. You know what I mean? It, among anime onlys as it is, you know, among uh, manga fans. But I've been reading that, you know, since long before the anime had came out. You know what I mean? And I was excited when the adaptation started. But Akame Got Killed was a monthly manga. Mm. You know what I mean? And and the anime, you know, was trying to cover like everything in its run. You know what I mean? So when it got to episode 18, when it was starting to get closer to episode 18, like everything was perfect. And then 15, 16, 17 came up and I was like, wait a minute, this is too quick. I was like, they're about to catch up to the source material. And they did. You know what I mean? And when they caught up to the source material in episode 18, they kind of just started doing whatever they wanted. They did their own and thing. it was so different from what eventually ended up developing in the manga that it was it felt really disrespectful to me because like Lubbock's character arc was handled like entirely differently towards the end of his, his life in the mm-hmm. manga versus the anime. And like that was like the moment that like like was a big moment for me in the manga and to just see that completely not adapted because they didn't know it was going to happen. It made me think like, why did this studio want this property if they weren't going to if they wanted to rush it? It it felt like um, it was the first time that I really like sat and thought about um, anime studios and like how like what kind of market it was or what kind of industry it was in the sense of like okay we need a new big manga to adapt um you know bones has soul eater or bones has whatever they had at the time fucking you know piro has this like we need something uh, akame got kill hasn't been adapted yet uh fuck it let's do 24 episodes you know what i mean it's like you just you just jumped on you just jumped the gun like you didn't right. have enough source material for what you wanted to make but it felt like you just wanted a kame got killed because it was a fucking popular ip at the time and, and it's like the passion it, it felt like the passion was leaving the medium you know what i mean and that it was just a race to see which studio could adapt which series quicker right you know what i mean because i was like why the fuck would you not want to adapt this amazing story properly it felt like you were racing to do it and Mm -hmm. i don't like that feeling you know what i mean so i was very um upset with that you know what i mean but other than that i don't really have too many anime that i didn't like the ending of i think have you read claymore i was gonna say i have not read claymore claymore i did not like the ending of the anime oh really shitty they say the manga is a lot better ending wise i've heard really good things about claymore as manga so um, that sucks to hear about the anime, though. We were supposed to been reading that in our Discord group, but we definitely, I, I definitely mm. didn't didn't pick it up for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. I saw, do that. yeah, I saw I the anime so Discord. long ago. Like I have no yeah. attachment to to try to read it now because I, I saw right. it like when I was like twenty. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I, you never rewatched it when I re when I watched it. No, huh? I haven't seen it since the early twenty tens. Oh, 
Teresa, the faint smile, is probably one of my favorite women. Teresa was dope. Anime. I heard Claymore is really good on its female character, like mm-hmm. landscape. Mm-hmm. They are. I and I and it's something that I feel like I um, am really excited to eventually get into because I feel like female character writing in the East, by and large, is really poor. You know what I mean? So whenever I <laughs> whenever I hear about like you know a, an IP or a series that like really um, slam dunks its female cast, I'm like really excited to to find you know to get into that because I, I feel like the it's just something that is just so lackluster. I feel like in the East, just by and large, I mean that you have amazing fucking stories that handle female characters really well, like Hunter Hunter, Jujutsu Kaisen, um, a lot of you know. There's a lot of there, there's a lot of them that you can think of, but I mean, like if you look at the like throughout the history, for the most part, like especially in Shonen, and I know Claymore is a seinen story, but especially in Shonen, like female characters are really underwhelmingly written. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like historically. So whenever there's one that's just like a standout female series, it's like, fuck, yeah. And people have been recommending me Claymore for so long and I've just like never jumped into it. But that's one that's like always been at the top of my list, but I've like never gotten to. <laughs> there's like a couple up there. Yeah, there's a couple up there like Claymore, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Attack on Titan are probably like my top three mm. recommendations that I know I need to get to and just haven't yet. So super excited to finally do that for sure uh aot and then uh uh jojo's and JoJo's. then and yeah, jojo yeah yeah all yep. right so that was a good one. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. While, while i'm looking for the next question i was gonna say uh, uh naruto's in uh shippuden's dis- uh, ending was disappointing to me but i might i might catch some slander for that but whatever oh, you said shippuden yeah Shippuden. Um, i'm not mad at that it's hard to be it's hard to be mad at that you know what I mean? Um, a lot of people felt like Kaguya was very shoehorned or felt like very um, out of place inside very. of the ending of of Naruto. Um, I don't really have too much to say about Naruto like ever. I don't really I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like I I I was so like mentally checked out of Naruto like well before that even happened that it's like I don't I wasn't really expecting too much anyway. But um, I remember be feeling pretty underwhelmed by the ending of Naruto. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's 700 fucking chapters, you know what I mean? So it's going to be pretty hard to stick that landing and, and please everybody anyway. Right. You know what I mean? So people that liked it, I won't argue with you. Me, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I also don't care about Naruto like that. So yeah, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Part one's a masterpiece to me, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. OG. Yeah. Yeah. OG Naruto, I, I, I have no complaints about it. Yeah, me neither. Land of the Waves is like, um, one of the stronger, like, like, like Zabuza as a first, like real antagonist in a Shonen series, I feel like is one of the stronger first antagonists that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? So like Naruto has a lot going for it in my book, you know what I mean? But as far as an ending goes, it's like, I wasn't really expecting too much. So, yeah. Yeah. So Matt Harp said, uh, what's your favorite site you get your anime shirts from? Do y'all have like a certain, uh, vendor that gives y'all the, the anime shirts that you like to buy from? I really like Atsuko. Atsuko is a good one. Really like Atsuko. I like Hypeland. Hypeland. Um, I ain't got. I like Redbubble for like other areas of like nerdy fandom shirts. You know what I mean? Like superhero t-shirts. Redbubble was really good on that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were kind of like superhero shirts first, and then like anime shirts like secondarily. Yeah, so yeah. they probably don't have as big of a selection. You know what I mean? But I really like Redbubble as a distributor or a manufacturer or whatever. I don't think so I've yeah, seen those probably Redbubble. my top three. I'm about yeah. to check out Red Bubble. Yeah, Red Bubble's good. Yeah. What about you, Nay? Journey. I mean, hot topic. <laughs> hot topic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
Hot Topic's so easy. It's like right there and they have a good selection. You know what I mean? You can just like pull up, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And not have to to worry about shipping or anything like that. If you don't want to. That way for shipping is annoying. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Especially with USP. I mean, it it ain't even the the shippers anymore. It's actually the the actual carriers getting your shit to you. Mm -hmm. If they don't misdeliver it or lose it or just take forever getting it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. All right. Um... This question was specifically for me, Mike. Uh, pick who you would save if their entire story were erased. Yusuke, you're a mess, you're Ichigo Kurosaki. My response to that is go to hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> neither story will be erased ever in life, and it's going to yeah. continue. So, yeah. yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not answering that one. So, y'all can. I'm not answering that one. Why well, I don't understand why <laughs> motherfuckers want me to erase my sons. Like, no, I love yeah, them. Yeah, let's come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, how invested I am. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, what a question. I, I think I'm convinced. Like the Discord actually hates me because these questions, some of these questions, like they really don't fuck with me. So they said, uh, uh, "Mike, so you got to give." Uh, hold on, where's that fucking question? That was a terrible fucking question. It said, uh, "Choose one or the other to give three legit compliments to." So it said, uh, "For me, I have to either give three compliments to either Rachel from Tower of God or Batman." And they know I hate both of them. And then, <laughs> oh, shit. And then Nay, Nay has to give three legit compliments to either Yasuke or Blood of Zeus. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hey, they don't fuck with us, man. I heard Yasuke was buns. Bro. Damn, I heard that shit was so bad. Buns is I never an understatement, peeps. bro. No. He was a side character. In his own story? On his own story, bro. No cap. No, real shit. He was a side character, bro. It wasn't really like about him. Nah, yeah, it's terrible. Speaking of which, uh, Noxus, we was talking about anime after dark earlier. So tell me why on one of the episodes, one of the actual writers of Yasuke was in our room. Like while we were talking about Yasuke, I think somebody pinged him in there and he actually came in while we were in there shitting on Yasuke. No way. Yes, bro. I promise (laughs) you. I can't make this shit up, bro. He's one of the like the one of the main writers. I think his name is like Nick. Nick something. I can't remember his last name, but yeah, he actually came in the room while we were shitting on there. And Did he say some shit? No, nah, he didn't. He wasn't like on a stage to where he could speak. I mean, I, oh, I, I sure. wish he would have said anything in like the uh, in the little like, is there a text? No, nah, there's no texting, whatever like that. Mm. But I did make sure to keep look at his Twitter, see if he wanted to send some subliminals or whatever. But no, nah, he, <laughs> he didn't say shit. Ah, he, shots. he didn't say no. shit. <laughs> Dude, that's so awkward, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean. He probably knows like he didn't put like the motherfuckers added mechs to a, a a historical anime and that shit. I heard about that. I was like, oh, you lost me, dog. I was gonna watch this. Nah, bro. I was shit. gonna watch this. If bro. I would have turned it on and saw mechs, I would have just bro. Me, the mechs popped the up stream. three seconds into the show, bro. <laughs> it popped, that nigga popped up for real in like five minutes, and I was like, okay, so maybe. <laughs> there was, uh, you know, everybody was trying to, trying to figure out, like, what does this have to do with anything? Maybe they'll explain yeah. why nope. these mechs are. In I don't here. care what kind of explanation you got. No, you set an expectation for me, and then you surprise me with mechs. Shame on you. Yeah, I didn't come here for mechs. I came here for samurai shampoo vibes. Bro, exactly. And you blew exactly. it. And you exactly. fucking blew it. Exactly. What kind of decision making is this? If I was in that board meeting, I would have told you guys that you're all fucking smoking some kind of drug. <laughs> like I would have been like there's no way there's no way you thought this was a good idea that, who asked for this who is asking for this on the internet that you saw 
and went, we need to do a historical fucking samurai story with mechs. No, who was that nigga that was trying to like oh, downplay the shit? Flying Lotus. So you know who Flying Lotus is? Absolutely. Yeah. So apparently he Captain Murphy. He, yeah. So apparently he had uh a lot of creative input on the anime mm-hmm. itself outside of just the music. So really? apparently he's one of the ones that were like kind of push mechs to be in the Put show. Put some mechs in here. Oh Let's no. Throw some mechs in this bitch, bro. <laughs> oh no. Bro, but it wasn't even just mechs, bro. So what mechs is one thing. The mechs were the most egregious part of it. But there was sure. also mutants, there were demons, and it, it uh, that makes a little bit more sense. I mean anything makes more sense than mechs in a historical samurai like Edo feudal setting. A whole fucking Give me demons. Gundam, bro. Give me yeah, mutants. For sure. Anything that's biological or supernatural makes sense. In this setting, if you want to bring it to a fiction, like a more mm-hmm. high fictional setting. But mechs, my nigga. Bro, whole who ass. Who told you to do that? Whole ass like, Gundams, like, bro. Yeah, like like whole, you know, and I haven't seen anything, you know, for Yasuke. I saw Don't. promotional imagery and I've heard things. Yeah, I've heard the music and I've heard about the mechs. I haven't actually seen the mechs, but that's got to be so jarring. It's like, I understand you want to be different or whatever, but it's like, that's not the different that anyone asked for. You got to do it like if you want to do different, make it make sense. Unless like there's a specific like calling, like where's all the samurai mech anime? Like if people are saying that like in mass, sure. <laughs> but like no one like who asked for this? for this? Man. Right. Like this show is going to make like a dollar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why did you like, why did you do this? Like, why did you put in this much time and effort just to make no money? <laughs> they, because they still made money per per flying probably Lotus. that's sure. what he said like people still watched it like that was his his rebuttal basically like well y'all niggas still watched it so we don't care oh you sure shut the okay. fuck up <laughs> shut your bitch ass up bro we watched this shit trying to support your whole ass and now you trying to shit on us and like, you gonna do this to me yeah like, you gonna do this to me yeah <laughs> I hate that for that man <laughs> Yeah, that's too bad, man. That's too bad, dude. Yeah. Yeah, don't watch that shit, bro. Don't waste your time, bro. I'm not gonna. Oh, oh, I'm so not going to. You know what I mean? Even though it's only only six episodes, don't waste your time, bro. Yeah, bro. Come on. Yeah. No one tell you to like, like, I want to be in the board meetings for these, like, you know, conversations. I always think about what these conversations are like. And it's like, okay, we're doing first, we're doing Black Samurai. Edo period, whatever fucking Sengoku era, wherever this like ends up historically, we want to do that story. You know what I mean? So like, let's add some demons. That makes sense. We can, it's fiction. You know, we can do whatever. Let's add some mutants. And then like someone's like, yeah, yeah, this all makes sense for this time period, I guess. And then someone is like, what about mechs? And everyone at the table was like, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> How long have y'all been in the game, bro? Because it's like, when is adding mech? Like, mechs make sense in mech conversations. Let's make a mech show. All right, mech, mech, mech. But like, adding mechs to things that like don't usually have them. When is that? I don't know. I don't really know of anyone else who's ever done it. But like, why would that be some groundbreaking revolutionary idea? If you if you're in the community at all, if you're on the internet at all, and you're actually invested in this culture. You know that mechs are bottom of the fucking barrel, dude. Yes. Mechs are bottom of the toting. Like nobody, like there's a very dedicated mech fandom that, you know, they like it's there. There's demand there. But like putting it in things that it doesn't belong in, who told you to do that? With no explanation. <laughs> like right. they, they never touched on what they were. Why well, why were they were there? Like it, it just never, it was like literally 
these niggas just the couple of they was just there. They were literally just there, and it's like, but what? Why? Why are you? I want to assume that. I want to assume if they didn't give you an explanation the first season, I want to assume that they're probably like gonna drop that bomb later on in later seasons. But it's like you got to make your first season good first. You can't just like make your first season rely on you know reveals and payoffs that your second season is going to have. Your first season has to stand alone as a good you know thing. <laughs> and there's just like I feel like there's nothing positive that I've heard about Yasuke besides the soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, yeah. one no. flying lotus is really fucking good. Yeah, so it's like yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Imagine if like they threw ne- Mex in the Inuyasha. Like that's how fucking out of place it was, bro. <laughs> or in Vinland Saga. Yeah. No. Leave my like, shit alone. Oh like my god! If there were mechs and blade of the immortal, bro. like that's kind of what it was. That's exactly kind of what it was. It was yeah, like mechs and yeah. blade of the immortal. It's like, well, nope. What are you here for? What? Why yep. are you? Why what are the you fuck is this? Like randomly here. If I would, yes. if I would have watched Yasuke, y'all would have saw a different Knox on the timeline. Bro, I would have gone <laughs> fucking insane for that, dude. Oh my god! If I was none the wiser too, and I was going into it just like blind, thinking it was going to be some cold blooded nigga samurai shit, bro. and then like, and <laughs> I would have went crazy. Bro. I was man. I was crazy. I was. I was, so I was ready for like twenty twenty one super Afro samurai type shit. And yeah. That's not what the fuck I got, man. I got a fucking a little white girl, a nigga bodyguard to the avatar to this white avatar. Like, yeah. wait, wait, it's about no, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. The, who's the main character? This damn near this little girl, man, girl. and she's basically this like white girl. <laughs> Like, I mean, she, she no way because you said that Yasuke was a secondary character or whatever, he he's like a side character. So now I'm thinking the main character is this little white girl in a fucking nigga samurai story, yes, basically tweaking. I, I, I'm snitching, but she she basically saved him and he felt in, indebted to her. Like, yeah. oh no, like that's that's literally what happened. It was like this nigga was a drunk who wasn't fighting and shit no more, didn't give a fuck about that. And this lady rolls up on him, like, hey. Can you watch her? Like, I heard you, like, good. Like, we need you. And he kind of fell for it. I was like, yeah, whatever. I guess I can help y'all get to where you're going. If she's sick or she needs this doctor, they get hemmed up. Something happens to the mama, quote unquote. And then he stuck with the little girl. And then she saves his life. And then it goes into, like, it kind of goes from there. And it's like, bro, so now you feel obligated to this little white. And she's, she's a broken, like... Whatever. No, super broken. Super broken, bro. <laughs> it sounds so bad. Bro, it's really OP bad, bro. It's all, it's all over. I, I've never been that all over the place in six episodes, bro. Yeah. It's six oh, it's episodes. only six bro, it's episodes. It's only six episodes, bro. Only six episodes. Are they like an hour long or whatever? No. no they're the like 20 minute 25 joints. minutes. Yeah, 20, 25 minutes. Maybe 25 minutes. <laughs> no way. Bro, you could finish it in two hours, bro. It, it's not yeah. It's not like no a bad. long It's six episodes. It's regular 24 minute whatever time span bro it's what are they doing literally all over the place bro see i remember that um chadwick boseman was supposed to play yasuke in like a live action version yeah, of i this heard that yeah or something i bet you that wouldn't have had mex i nah, bet you that bro, shit wouldn't have had no mechs, bro <laughs> he's never I played a bad movie been, ever yeah that shit would have been fire r.i.p the goat yeah r.i.p for sure god damn yeah man um yeah, fuck Yasuke. That's where that's what that, yeah. we've been saying that for the past. We've been saying that for the past four pods, damn near. Yeah. yeah, I usually don't like speaking on things I haven't seen this much, but like from what I've heard, man, I feel like I've heard the same things from so many trusted sources 
that it's like I don't gotta see this shit. We're here to save you, bro. <laughs> We're here to save your time, bro. You there's, yeah, yeah. there's much more. And I shit. genuinely feel like that is like true as fuck. Like you are saving me time. Like I did not I would not like anything about this. You would have turned it off. Bro, you I could- will say <laughs> it looked it visually looked I bet you it looks great. No, I bet you it looks fine, dude. You know, Mapple yeah. ain't gonna ain't, ain't putting out no bad shit no, in there. So. Oh, I didn't even know it was Mapple. It's Mapple, bro. Mm-hmm. Nice, bro. It's like you. Nice. It's like nigga, you use Mapple for this. This is what <laughs> yeah. you use Mapple for, right? It's like they breaking their backs over here. They're talking about like kind of like being overworked and they had to do Yasuke. Yeah. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad as hell. Damn, that shit did this, come out a couple. If I work for Mapple and and them niggas said put mechs on my fucking plate for me to anime, I'm I'm quitting. Yeah, I would have told him to go to hell, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm not, I'm not putting, I'm not drawing this. <laughs> nope. Not yeah, and it's always like CGI too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah man. That if it ain't cool. Zoids, keep that mix shit off my screen, dude. For real, <laughs> Zoids is like still the best CGI show I've seen. Yes, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Shout out to Zoids, man. Shout out to Zoids. Chaotic Century, New Century Zero, and the new ones that come out, man. Uh, Ooh, I, there are new ones. I yeah. haven't peeped them yet, though. I, I peeped the first one. Uh, there's like two There's two different series. The first one is like Zoids Wild, and then there's Zoids, Zoids Wild Zero. Um, Zoids Wild's kind of on the kitty end. It's more so catered towards children, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, I think Zoids Wild Zero, from what I've read, is much more mature, so... I'm going to mm. wait for that one to finish out, and then I'm just going to binge that shit. So, Hell yeah. I'm a Liger stand over here. So, Liger Zero. Hold yes, on. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much it, man. Um, yeah, I think we'll save the rest of these questions for next time and everything, man. Sure. Uh, Knox, man, tell everybody where to find you, where to find the pod, where to find the, uh, YouTube, all that good shit. Yeah, um, it's Project Manga everything, man. So YouTube, Project Manga, Twitch, Project Manga, all one word. Twitter, Project Manga OFC. Um, and then you can follow me personally on Twitter at Noxy underscore PM, N-O-X-I underscore PM. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we review weekly Shonen Jump weekly. So, like, we cover My Hero Academia, Black Clover, Mashal, One Piece, Dr. Stone, and Jujutsu Kaisen weekly. We have a couple other shows. That's our main show. But we have, like, anime-friendly shows where we take, like, general anime discussion topics and hash them out for, like, an hour to two hours on a second show. Um, and then we have a couple other shows that are on hiatus right now, but like our two main shows are tangential tie-ins for general anime stuff. And then our more niche primary show, which is weekly shonen jump reviews. We do a lot of stuff on Twitch too. We lead, we read manga live and shit like that. we got a Patreon. You know what I mean? Come check us out, man. Patreon.com slash project manga. Um, and then you can listen to us like on Spotify or Apple or whatever. Just search project manga. You'll see it right there. Yes. I am subscribed to my guys, so I am too. On thank you guys. And thank Apple. you guys. Hell yeah! Thank you guys. Hey man, we uh, we appreciate you pulling up thank with you. us, man. Yeah, so Dude, this uh, was a blast. I had a blast. Thank you so much man, for inviting thank you, you bro. guys. Yeah, I yeah. was super nervous asking. I, I was like <laughs> that shit is nerve wracking. Honestly, I was waiting for it, dude. Because I was wait like ever like I said like you guys were the first ones. You guys were like the first like established anime like black anime podcast, especially that I saw on Twitter. And I remember being like, okay, this is where we, you guys had hella subscribers already. <laughs> you guys had hella engagement on the timeline. And I was like, that's where we need to be. You know what I mean? So you guys were 
definitely like idols to us when we first started. Oh, you know what you, I mean? And, like now we're finally collabing together and it just feels, it feels so right. It's been a long time coming. Man. That means a lot, man. Yeah. Thank you, bro. It yeah. Is. yeah. Respect it the hell is. out of what y'all doing, man. Cause y'all putting hella content out for everybody and everything, yeah. man. Love that shit, bro. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, you were funny as hell too. So yeah, so. <laughs> funny as hell. Yeah, bro. So yeah, thanks crazy. guys. Yeah, this was a great. This was a great session, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Thanks hell everybody yeah. for listening, man. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe to Project Manga. Um, fuck with us on on their on our Patreon. Fuck with them on their Patreon. Um, and then other than that, man, I think that's it for us this week. We will get y'all next time. Uh, remember to wash your head, wash your ass, wash your hands, watch anime, <laughs> read manga, and wear a mask. Oh, and on that note, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God.